This week, the number one show on Netflix was Matilda. Hey, Justin and Ashley. Yes, yes Dave. Dave. Why are people watching this? I don't know, Dave, but, but let's figure it out. Good job. Ashley did, did it. it. <laughs> hey. yeah. That never happens. Six times a charm, <laughs> yeah. I say. So welcome, everyone, to this very special episode of Why Are People Watching This? The podcast where we watch the number one show on Netflix and then ask and answer the question, why are people watching this? It's special, Dave. Do you know why it's special? It's very special in here. It's very special <laughs> because of the people, Dave. Yes, it's the, people the people make that it special. Make things special. Yeah. But uh, just a quick introductions. Uh, there's myself, uh, Justin, co-host person, our punchy millennial Ashley, Hello. and our wise sage carpenter Dave. Yes, me. <laughs> and uh, and we should introduce the two guests that we have two. in the room. Two, not so one, I, two. As is traditional, I will allow you to introduce yourselves with as much or as little information as you feel comfortable doxing yourself with. <laughs> sure. I'm Carolyn Curry. I am uh, a music type person. Music you are type. a music. Right. I would person. agree with that sentiment. <laughs> yes. Very music type. A professional type. musician with a degree who has written, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> oh, sure. award-winning musicals in the past. Oh, Correct. award-winning is... No, I, I was nominated for You're an award, award but thank musicals. you. <laughs> That's so like, very kind of you to remember. <laughs> but that's a pretty heavy-hitting yes. r- I mean, resume for this particular Sure. For the, yeah, yeah. Matilda. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Right. I, I have a vested interest in musicals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so we were like, oh, that's cool. We got Carolyn. She's going to be awesome. But then guess what? Guess who showed up in the town and mm-hmm. who has also an insane resume that applies specifically to Matilda? Uh, yeah, hi. That, I think, is me. I'm assuming we're talking about me. My name is Matlica. <laughs> I'm a uh, performer, uh, newly minted artistic associate director of the <laughs> Festival Antigonish <laughs> Theater Festival. Uh, and I'm in town, and uh, yeah, I love me a good musical, so uh, definitely wanted to be a part of this one after being an avid listener for quite some time. Time. And you've been and on the podcast yeah, before. Yeah, you were yeah, here. So yes. I was. I was. I, but this is the first Remotely. time I've been here. I did it during COVID, or not, I, it was. It was during COVID. I don't. I mean, I don't know if you folks were even together for that episode for remember. Arcane. I don't know if you were doing it online. I was online. You were online, I was yeah. in Toronto, but in the I wasn't box. here. And so you've been in musicals. Yes, I have. Your uh, your partner has been in lots of uh, yes, musicals. Yes, yes. So uh, my myself and Rosie Callahan, my partner, who is a, a newly minted Banks Prize winner and is going to be taken on uh, Canadian Musical Theater by Force Woo! next couple of years. Yeah. Check the name. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we we studied musical theater, uh, perform, have been performing it for a couple of years, and uh, it's something that is like a, it's like comfort food for sure. me. Sure. And wow. you've seen Matilda on. Broadway. I, I've seen it on Broadway. Uh, I, I saw it, I saw it on Broadway with the original Broadway cast, and then it came to Toronto with like a. It was weird. It was a touring cast. I believe it was the touring Broadway company or the the national tour. But thing is, since there's kids in it, yeah, I'm pretty sure they couldn't take kids on the road. So the the kids in the show were from Toronto. Oh, so and then everywhere they went, I I, I don't think they took the kids on the road because they were so young, and yeah. they had to cast like four Matildas. For an eight week, wow! Like a, for for an yeah. eight day a week show, whatever, doing eight shows a week. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. <laughs> but they couldn't have just one kid do it, so they had to have a cycling cast of kids. So I saw it like two times in Toronto. Two very different Matildas. Wow! Um, and that was that Matilda was different from the one in New York. And yeah, anyways. So I think in conclusion, what we have here is 
probably the best expert lineup we've ever <laughs> we, had. We are essentially <laughs> chock-a-block. We do not need to be here. We're chock-a-block with like should we people leave? that are way more qualified <laughs> no, I think than us to even be. I, I was really say, agree. I was yeah. going to suggest that. Okay. I think, no, no, it's good. To I think you guys <laughs> could feel this thing yourself. You need the every man, every woman, every person yes, perspective. Layman's perspective. Dave specializes in every man. Yes. I don't know if we really need my perspective on this. Oh, no. I would love it. I really want it. So before we get into our own synopses, what is the official synopsis? Oh, I almost forgot. It was so overwhelming in here. Um, <laughs> this is Dave's overwhelmed voice. Yes. That's quite similar to all the other voices. Yeah, it's yeah. all the same. There's only one level. <laughs> Matilda, an extraordinary girl armed with a sharp mind and a vivid imagination, dares to take a stand against her oppressive parents and head teacher to change her story with miraculous results. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, sure. One of the yeah. better synopsis I've heard on this show. Yeah, it's fair. not as bad. Yeah, as... yeah. Okay. So they hit a yeah. lot of points. Now, there. Ashley, you've That's, got one. I, you got to let me go because mine's just awful. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to come after Matt and Carolyn. Give me your synopsis. I need your synopsis. Give me your synopsis. I need your synopsis now. Uh, Emma Thompson kicking a bunch of children's butts. Yes. That's okay. my synopsis. That's, I mean, it's not, not, yeah. it's not so, wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I better get my garbage out of the way, okay, too. Yeah, let's hear it, get all let's of take stuff. all the trash out <laughs> to the curb first. Sure. I think that's the way to go. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> An egomaniacal sadist runs a, sadist runs a school for children that involves beatings, solitary confinement, humiliation, and attempted murder. A genius girl that can move things with her mind, but stops just short of murder, for now at least. Yes, and also a lot of singing. <laughs> okay, so I don't, I can't tell from that whether you loved it or hate it. So that's, I'll read mine next. Yeah, because I'm making my guess in this one. Even if you don't like musicals, which I know is the case for some people in this room <laughs> and for some people I'm married to, you have to admit that Tim Minchin is a genius and that the child actors in this movie are beyond talented. I enjoyed it immensely. Mm, whoa. Because I, I'm on, no, I can Let's go either way. We'll, we'll get into it. No, so, 100%. Yeah. All right. Well, what about you two? What do you got? I'll, I'll go ahead. Karen. All right. All right. <clears throat> A group of maddeningly talented children take you through Tim Minchin's musical adaptation of the Roald Dahl classic Matilda, led by Alicia Weir, who even the most devout Meryl Wilson fan could not be mad at. This fantastical romp makes great use of movie magic to take you through learning to say no to adults and revolting against authoritarian regimes. Those unaccustomed to musicals might work in an intermission after Bruce or use captions to make, keep up with Minchin's clever wordplay. Oh, that's, that's great. That's I had great. captions on. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I fully had captions, I mean, captions I, I, I think I just watch everything with captions yeah. nowadays. Yeah. I did one, one off, one on. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. wow, no. Uh, <laughs> I, and I, uh, all right, Matt, what do you got? Um, all right, uh, from the wildly dark and Im uh, imaginable geniuses that are Roldal and Tim Minchin, they take a new look at what should be a fun nostalgia trip, but instead you are treated to a fresh take on a beloved story that has no right to go as hard as it did. <laughs> okay. okay. Interesting. Coming in high. Okay. Great. So. Wow. Well, let's just, I mean. There's a lot of things that were good about this, I guess. So why don't we just talk about that? <laughs> I guess he's all right. <laughs> this was okay, I guess. Could have been a lot better, but also worse. <laughs> so I'll just say, because we we all mentioned it, like Tim Minchin. Mm -hmm. Now, I've known him for a while as like a 
comedy music guy way back in the day singing like Inflatable You or whatever, like his silly mm. music. And I've always said, this is the guy I wish I was. I wish I was as good at music and as clever as he was. If I could be a performer, it would be him. And so the fact that he wrote all the lyrics and you can 1000% recognize him straight away as soon as the songs start, I'm like, great. No. If anyone is writing musical music, it should be this guy. So I loved him. Wow. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. And we should we should iterate. I mean, you're not a fan of musicals. No. You are not. So this I, is I, shocking. I generally don't like musicals mm-hmm. for but lots of reasons. Are you a fan of musical comedy like what Tim does? Yes. Like, like in general, like if it's not in a musical razzle-dazzle form, you're like, oh, this person takes wordplay and music yes. and strings them together. I'm into that. The, yes. Because yeah. his look, – look, even if the songs were structurally the same, melodically the same – uh, I probably would not have liked it, but as soon as his lyrics crop up with all the internal rhyming and all that, I'm like, this is genius. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's me. Well, I, guess, <laughs> I think there, that kind of wordplay, though, is actually more common in musicals than most people realize. I oh? feel like there's a lot of it. And that's part of what a lot of people love. Maybe not strictly speaking, but well, I think there, yeah. I think a lot of people miss it. Y- yes, and, and I mean this. He does make it a little more digestible in this sure. musical because it's uh, a lot of his musical theming and a lot of his even wordplay. It is. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of an example, like in uh, the school song, yes. where they're going through and singing the alphabet. That's you, so cool. you hear it the first time, yes. and then they're like, you know what? We're going to repeat the whole song for you so that you get it. Yeah. Uh, and then not only that, we're also going to show it to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like it's a little beat over the head, but like it's 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 way more common, and just not every musical does that. A lot of them will just kind of like let it go, mm-hmm. and then it's like if you catch it, you catch it. If you don't, you probably hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so like, Diana the musical. Oh, no, it's not. not. <laughs> okay, uh, which by the, the way did do that. Oh. It had clever wordplay. It's just it was. Did it though? Bad. No, there's some. Anyway, some of those lyrics were. Uh, my my girlfriend Rosie is a love. It's like her deep dark secret that she loves that musical. Is she gonna uh, hate you for telling everyone? No, no. That? She, she, she wears it like a badge of honor. That's she's fascinating. Like, she's like she's like I know it's shit i know it's terrible <laughs> but i i you know she there are certain things that just like sing to her and i think she like secretly wants to play diana so <laughs> you know uh and we actually knew somebody on that show weirdly enough but uh i've always felt great respect for the actors in the show oh because yeah. because i feel i always wondered about this maybe i can ask you too is there a point when you're in a musical and you're like rehearsing mm-hmm. and then you halfway through you're like oh no this sucks but i'm going to give it my all and make something of it that must I happen. mean, I I know my answer, but go ahead if you'd like. Well, I mean, it's been a while since I've been in a like in a musical, yeah, aside right. from the one that I wrote for myself. So <laughs> you know that, which was fabulous. Yes. So mm-hmm. I was halfway through, and then I was like, oh my gosh, I wrote a piece. No, I just no, kidding. no, um, no. I think I. Th- but yeah, I th- I think we talked about Diana, you and I before. It's possible. I bring it up a lot. Yes. Well, <laughs> nonstop. Uh, yeah, I. I did not like it. And I feel like what frustrated me most was there's so many times where they seemed to be setting up what could have been very clever and they missed, dropped the ball. And that, to me, so when you said that it was clever, but then you said you didn't like it, I was like, well, then was it? Was it clever? Okay. So it was, it was trying to be clever, but wasn't. Okay. Yeah, it, it missed the mark. Got it. And I mean, to, to answer your question, uh, it's like, I, um, yes, 100%, I know when I'm in a piece of shit. And I know I can see from the outside in or like just from working with certain people, you you get a feel for it. But you like that's your job. Your job is to your job isn't to judge the work. It's like I am a a piece, a puzzle piece in this story 
or in this puzzle. And if the puzzle is ugly, well, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be the best damn puzzle piece in this puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, That's a great. little bit. Uh, That's great. But, you know, uh, but then you find it's weird because then by at the end of it, you have this weird rose tinted nostalgia look back. And I think back years later, I'm like, no, that zombie musical I was in was really like ahead of its time. <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> so bad it's good. Right. Yeah. Zombie. So, yeah. That's funny. That was good. Was... I want to hear what you liked about it. I liked a lot of the, about this, really. Okay. Um, uh, this, you know, the set design was incredible on it. I yep. thought the sets were, were beautiful. The opening one in the hospital where they got those colors just right. Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of hospitally color, but also it was like kind of fun and, but some of those, those colors were like that hospital green, but yeah. it was like coupled with that other color. Anyway, I don't have good. memories of that myself since it was from, was it the seventies? That they well, were aiming for. They were definitely, trying to, invoke, they were definitely yeah. trying to invoke like that <laughs> sense memory of like, remember this is what the like the color schemes used to be. But I think they were like, yeah. well, we're gonna do them on crack. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, like they they just like elevated, vibes, right? which yeah. which yeah. was like what Doll's work is like in my mind because mm. I have this distinct memory of all these visuals, and I was like, where do they come from? And when I was in about grade three, we had a we had a teacher that just read us these books all the time, mm. you know. So all these things are imprint, imprinted in my mind as visuals. And then when I see these films, I'm like, no, it's not from the film. Like, where did I see this before? Like even Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, I've got all these visuals that were implanted when I was like eight years old, <laughs> and they're still there. Hmm. And so a lot of these, and they were implanted in that era in the late seventies, early eighties, oh, when <laughs> their right. house, for example, where Matilda is. All those garish colors and, you know, la- like there's a there's a wall of, of figurines. Your mom's got a whole thing of figurines. <laughs> yeah, like the, all the porcelain. The, the Royal Dalton figurines. Yeah. Like I think my mom had one of those things, right? <laughs> so all of that stuff was like really evocative to me. I really like that. Um, of course, Emma Thompson and the makeup with her. Oh, my God. That. I didn't even recognize it was her until halfway through the movie. Really? I did not know. And then she leans in really close to Matilda and she starts talking to her. And I was like, holy shit, that's Emma Thompson. <laughs> I was the same way because I was like, I think Emma Thompson's supposed to be in this. Where, where, <laughs> where is she where coming is in? She? And I'm like, oh, right. This is her. Right. So. So that was that was impressive. She was amazing. Was, I think everybody universally in the reviews oh. agreed that she was just absolutely amazing. She's I, I think I mean this is actually this is we're moving forward to me. I liked what she did. I do not think she was the right pick for the role. Really? Oh, would you have picked the larger, Ooh. like inherently? Yeah, larger, well, more we could we could talk about that uh, when okay. we get to it. But like right. that is one of my my gripes about it. All but right. and it's it, it's it, it, there is a through line there. So but okay. she did a killer job <laughs> for like someone who like isn't a singer. She carried her numbers, which multiple numbers, yeah, and she carried them well, and she acted the crap out of them, and yeah. I was if she was scary, and yeah, yeah. And those boots. Oh my god! Oh my god! Right? She gets up on her desk, and you see them really <laughs> yes. for the first time. I'm just like, like there was a lot of great choices yeah. in the film that not only were like, okay, we're gonna give you setting, we're gonna give you feeling, colors, like it knew what it was from the first frame of that movie even before yeah. when they have the there's like a it, it it's like a can it's um being like this is a roll doll uh story and there's like um uh like a pre-show like ooh like a candy bar the yeah candy the golden bar. ticket like, the like golden already ticket. it was like i we know what this is mm-hmm. yeah and yeah just to your point yeah interesting it made me think of or I, I really needed to know more about roll doll so i looked it up and i was like like he was a world war ii fighter pilot so a lot of the stuff with the, you know she's she looks like you know, a, a 1940s authoritarian dictator, right? Like she, and he you're, was you're popping all your trivia off, Dave. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> no, it is what good. it is. But and he she went does, to, yeah. and he went to one of these like uh, schools with a cruel headmaster, oh, a lot dude. of corporal punishment. Wow. So, because when the, these scenes are happening, I'm like, okay, this is 
this source material is coming from something mm, very yeah. visceral and real, right? <laughs> and then I started to think about all all his stories. I'm like, God, there's a lot of darkness in a lot of his stories, and like like children getting like clubbed yeah. and beaten. And My like, dad went to a school like that, but it was run by nuns. Oh, hmm. there's a lot of punishment. Well, a lot sure. of I mean, which is awful. Which is like, <laughs> the, like that's the thing I've heard about those styles of school, right? Mm-hmm. You, you hear about the meter stick coming out and mm-hmm. the like those. Yeah. What's well, funny because my other synopsis I had, which was just like a three word synopsis, is child abuse, the musical. Child <laughs> is going to be my other synopsis. <laughs> Um, that's so, really yeah. funny like we're, yeah. we, we're a big Roald Dahl fail, fans in this household and my wife read it growing <clears> up in Dutch oddly enough mm-hmm. um, and but yeah so I've always known his story and if you think to all of the stories he has written it's usually about children being absolutely treated cruelly and terribly by adults and maybe there's one adult who's nice or whatever but the kid mostly has to save themselves from a world of cruelty mm-hmm. and that 100% comes from his youth where he yes like he wrote about when he was in these schools and like he was beaten, everybody was beaten and he just railed against the fact that like children were abused and no one seemed to care. So yeah. it is the running theme and everything that yeah. and he killed hundreds of Germans or whatever in the war. And then it was a spy. <laughs> like he's, he's seen a lot of shit. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know he was a spy. No. Yeah. He was, yeah. A, he was a fighter pilot. He was a flying ace. Yeah. He, this would have been so good for trivia, Justin. I don't know. Well, well, it's <laughs> going on my trivia. Oh, wow. Well. Anyway. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> yes, it's dark, dark, yeah. but, 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 even though I think that would have worked like 60 years ago really well, because we all accepted darkness to some extent more than we do now, mm-hmm. I think it still works great. You know what I mean? Like, it well, didn't seem untimely. Uh, no. I wouldn't say untimely for the darkness of it. Um, it did feel, there were moments of like, uh, to go back to like the, like the, how devastatingly mean they were. Mm-hmm. And because it was all grounded in reality, mm-hmm. it was like there were moments where like, not when she would like threw the girl across the schoolyard with her pigtails. I'm like, <laughs> all right, cool. But like when the dad came in and like Classic. threw her on the ground, there was just like that very like real moment of like, yeah, like that, like the next step is like him walking in and beating her ass. Like, yeah. and it was like, that was a moment of like, ooh, this is like, that's the darkness. Not, you know, the more exaggerated the stuff. Yeah. It's the smaller stuff that's like, oh, that's, that's reality. And yeah. that's, Even just the verbal yeah. abuse too, though, right? Oh, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. just cannot let her... Yeah. They like can't give her an inch I think like all. he walks out the door and he's like big stupid. I'm like, and it's just those little like... Yikes! Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah. And like, digs. and like, I don't know about any of you. I didn't watch Matilda growing up. Like, it is not a nostalgia trip for me. When I saw the musical for the first time, I was like, "Oh, like I've heard people watch this as a kid." And like, but I don't know if anybody here watched Matilda. Growing I up. did. I, I, I know the movie very well, the original, yeah. and then the book, the story. Oh, okay. yeah. so. I know the just the movie. Same. Oh, but, uh, yeah. I never read the books. I watched the movie um, and absolutely loved it. It wasn't a musical, but <laughs> yeah. But like, is my 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 kind of question into that is like, is it as dark as yeah. this? Like, is there as much it, like verbal and physical abuse? It's is a little it like, light, more lighthearted? Because I know like the dad it's... is played by like Danny DeVito. So yeah. like, yeah. like it's how? Silly. Yeah. yeah, I'm like how? Like, he was the director <laughs> too. Yes, yeah, which oh. is really interesting. Oh. Or, or maybe the producer, I can't remember. But um, he directed. Yeah, he directed. Um, I, I know this. I looked this up because I also watch It's Always Sunny in, in, in um, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was really funny. We were watching the show and then we had to watch Matilda. And I was like, wait a minute. Matilda was directed by Danny DeVito. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it is more lighthearted. Uh, and it's less zany, obviously, because they're not taking that really crazy lens to it. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, yeah, it was, I don't know. It was, it, it still has those kinds of dark themes to it, I think. Yeah. I think. So what you two tell me about these child actors because for me I'm like these like these children seem impossibly talented. And How do you coordinate that? It's almost kids? nauseating, yeah. and I'm like this is oh, I, I suck were, at yeah. everything. Did you look at the credits? 
there yeah. are a list of people taking care of yeah, those yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, there's like, oh. like, like yeah. yeah. And the, the, the dancing scenes, like, the I don't dancing. know much about oh. dancing. Well, no, that's like, when I, when I was like, it didn't, it didn't have to go as hard as that. That's what oh, I mean. Like, those yes. Cor- but like, uh, so uh, the kids, I will say, one out of every five kids I did not like on screen. Okay. I, 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 I like, there were just like some who were big standouts in the film and then some other kid would have like one line or two lines that'd be like ah you're not as good as the other kids like and and they're very talented and they sing amazing they were just their kind of solo moments mm. like i wasn't like the hugest fan of like the pigtail girl oh. like Do i you was think like they were like stage kids that don't I, 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 I a lot of them it was their first credit like, mm. you know, they all bust out some of my trivia like a lot of them there were some not some had some big lists uh but a lot of the kids it's their first film okay so you know they were doing their best and they probably went to theater classes and and film classes or whatever but like for the most part they were cast for their look and their singing Mm. um you know and like what a wildly diverse group of children like yeah that, like yeah. you had those big wide shots and you're like there's a redhead kid there's a chubby kid well, there's was... an asian kid there's yeah, a very diverse oh, cast 100 yes. percent, yeah like, which was great um but yeah no i thought um oh i looked up her name because i wanted to make sure that i said it uh, was it the... Uh, the matilda which is uh well, alish weir um, she's crazy talented. She's so yeah, good. she yeah. and like her good actor and her also range. a good singer her well, dramatic range and like in in what I liked about the kids is they sounded like kids mm. right off the top. Like even when they were like little tiny baby oh, and they baby were like parts. singing in the opening, it's like, <laughs> Oh, they're not going to be like singing everything. They're going to, they're going to sound like how they sound like the kids number, which is, uh, when I grow up where they're all like talking about what they're going to be. I'm like, it, musically, it wasn't like oh, my ears and all of it was just like, Oh no, these are just like kids singing but like on pitch and on key. And I was like, that's lovely. And yeah, but then you see it on stage and it's like these theater kids who are like a little older playing a little younger yeah, and they're and cranking. It's, and they're cranking <laughs> the song. And if you listen to the cast recording, you'll, you'll hear the difference of like kids who are like really singing. And then this, which I felt was like perfect for the tone of the, and film. that's probably all just because you can get intimate with, with miking up the kids, yeah. right. you know, and that's well, on stage. You're still oh, yeah, yeah. back of the room voice probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Carolyn, what about you? Okay. Well, um, I, I, I have quite a few. Yeah, and there are... I'm, I'm right here with you. I'm, like, I'm like, let's yeah. go, Carolyn. So some of them are just go. like in order of like okay, go, me discovering yeah, so what I like. So list. just, just okay. Um, so yeah, we're watching the baby sing and then out of nowhere, the doctor starts singing and I was like, yes, man. He was so great. I loved him when he changed into the zebra coat. Yep. <laughs> Very much into it. I loved the kids dancing around the gate, like the jail. That was amazing. Jail gate. It was so coordinated. And then when you get the hint back to it at oh. the jungle gym and can it kind of pairs I, together. Can I jump yeah, in yeah, there? Yeah. So uh, jump in. Uh, just to give you like a reflection of what they do on stage for that. So it's the same thing. It's at the front of the cage and it's really cool. You should check it out online. It was one of the most amazing pieces of choreography I'd ever seen they're at the front cage and it's the older kids telling the new young kids like you gotta watch out and these are the rules or whatever and it's a full stage top of the roof to the stage floor a fence and the kids are behind it and they're singing whatever and then when the letters start coming up and they run to the second time they push out of the fence the letter and it lights up and then the kids start climbing up the letters Hmm. but like the letter isn't there they're going to step, and then it gets pushed through. Uh, awesome. And wow. as they go to step, because everything's on time, right? And it was like, you know, you're watching a child dancer move up and up and higher into the rafters until they get to Z. And that's it was just nuts. like, and, and it's wow. like, that's amazing. They, uh, and they I didn't know. In? Uh, I probably, that sounds but terrifying. I also didn't know what they were going to do with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they did that, and it was great. Yeah. No, I thought it was. Yeah, it really highlighted. And of course, we already talked about how much we loved that 
use of the alphabet, the cleverness of it. I didn't my see kind it of clever. Because it's the first time I ever heard the song, didn't catch any of it. And yeah. then when they go through the letters, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. That's so yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't think I caught it <laughs> yeah. until they like, yeah. spelled it out for me. Ha, yeah. ha, ha. <laughs> yes, but, but it was great. Um, oh, I liked the little touches that they don't necessarily talk about. Like there was the sign that says no one is special as they're going into the school. They never talk about it. They never say, I kept expecting Trunchbull to say something about it, but no, she's like, all children are maggots, but there's this <laughs> sign that's just hanging that just says no one is special. Um, Trunchbull's boots, we talked about. The way several elements of Matilda's day were worked into her escapologist story. That was one of the bigger ones for me. I think I think it was beautifully done. It wasn't just the verbal things, but the visual things mm-hmm. too. Like uh, the one that comes to mind, like the kid is, you know, trying to make the can move with his mind. And then when you see the circus, there's the magician moving all kinds of the same type of pop can yeah. with his mind mm-hmm. and um, all the little things like that. And that happened every story, every time. There was a verbal thing. There was a visual thing. I'm sure there were things I missed. Um, and I remember thinking later when she's trying to save Bruce and they have that hand gripping moment. I was like, oh my gosh, that is so dramatic. But then it comes back in the story again later. So I was like, ah, okay, there's a reason for it. Um, I loved, oh, uh, Trunchbull when she's getting after Bruce saying that he made a pact with Satan. Oh yeah, (laughs) solid line, solid line. Herself. Those times, I I watched it twice and the second I was like, nope, still good. (laughs) Pact with Satan. (laughs) Um, Their hands slipping apart. I think, I think that was most of the, oh, right. And then when I watched it again, the other during Trunchbull's song, um, the hammer, mm. the little Latin pieces in the background. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, <laughs> Days, the, when the text on screen, you can really see Yes, it. Yeah, yeah, it helped me catch some yeah. of it. Because yeah. later, because she keeps going on about the circle, which is yeah. part of the hammer throwing thing. And then they say, circulum est Deus. Yeah. The, the, the circle, circle is, is God. God. Yeah. God. <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous, but amazing. Yeah. So that was really great. Um, the teachers asleep in the cafeteria with their grad caps on. Yes. I, I was just another one of the things. They, they, they quickly pan past them. Yeah. But the teachers were outside supervising during during recess as well. Okay. Also asleep. They're only ever asleep. And they, there's it's never... There's never called into attention for the camera or anything that's said. Yeah. Right. But they're just there in the background being funny. That's yes. a funny bit. And when mm-hmm. Bruce is about to get punished, one of them's like, okay, uh, staff is dismissed. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. run away. Yeah, that's funny. Um, and then the last one I'll mention is when they're in uh, Mrs. Honey's or Miss Honey's shed. And uh, and Matilda says, oh, they really don't pay teachers enough. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, like, yes. Yeah. Yes, they don't. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, that is so apt like, just very true um carolyn is also a teacher by the way to all of our oh, listeners well, i'm <laughs> not not in public school but um but in a university. i have a lot of friends <laughs> well i have a lot of friends who are public school teachers yeah. and they definitely don't get paid enough and it's true. you know they spend a lot of their own money to make things good for children yep you know yep. uh because they're they're really honest to god doing it for the kids yeah and uh we you know we need to reward they put a them lot more. Of, yeah, like, they should be rewarded for that. Um, not rewarded, paid. Well, yeah, no, yeah. for sure. But yeah. even yeah. so, like, it's, yeah, just give them the money that they, they just take yeah. on a deserve. Lot, yeah, a lot more than they should have to. I guess you yeah. know, like obviously it's great work, and God bless them for doing it. Um, anyway, but while we're in the shed, 
this is more of a question. Yep. The, the teacup. Did yeah. anyone else feel like they drew attention to the teacup, they did. but then they didn't? I think it yeah. was to. Is that like it's, an old? It's it's not. It's a th- <clears throat> like in the in the stage musical there is a there is no like special teacup that. Yeah. But I think in that shot specifically, it's because she opens the box and it's the teacup, and in the foreground or rather in the background, in, the out scarf. of focus, it's the scarf. Okay. So I think it was to pull attention away, so that can be a reveal later in the scene. Oh. That would have been. But like my guess was like, oh, that was her teacup as a kid. Like that's what I got from it, but there was no extra piece to that puzzle, at least that I'm I th- aware of. I thought it was a leftover from her life with her father. Yeah, or something yeah. Exactly. like that. Like, that, that was, was her father box. Yeah, yeah. Right? sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the, that was just my... Did I you just get might, a it... special teacup yeah. from Matilda? Yes, <laughs> it caught my eye in a way that I was expecting it to come back, and then yeah. it didn't, and I was like, did I miss right. yeah, no, something? That's fair. <laughs> mm. Okay. Mm, yeah, other than they sing about having tea on the table or something right? yeah so is it oh, just sure. to, so that you know that they're that, drinking tea i mean maybe i mean the act would have been enough but yeah, yeah i did I feel like yeah. there was a focus and You're it was right. very specific it was different Colorful, colored yeah. and like it had a crack in it like like chip from beauty and yes. the bees like oh, it was very specific but mm-hmm. i think it was just to be like this was her it's just trying to invoke i think that was hers and mm-hmm. she it's very special to her and or maybe like it was given to her by her dad or it was her mom's or who knows yeah <laughs> maybe it's in one of those circus scenes and we just missed it yeah like, it could be oh. comb through <laughs> and is that it those, yeah. those are the the main ones i'm yeah, sure i'm sure we'll be like on. oh i yeah. agree yeah. matt you must have a big list What's oh your i've list? got like a little book like, right. i mean look I, a lot of them I, I echo with people who, who have said some things so i'll try and find the the kind of like little oodles one i'll talk about is i mean the choreo was amazing yeah yes. but what i liked on my second watch is so a lot of the choreo the reason why we got this like this like movement like the the forward motion yes it's everything that has to do with strict authoritarian when the kids are stuck in their spots or being told what to do it's all shot in corridors all the shots or corridor shots mm. so we're talking um we're talking like everything except for like three numbers, which is the miracle, which you do have the corridor in the hallway, but then it breaks into the doctor's room, which becomes circular mm-hmm. and they're doing shots from all over. And then the next time we see it is in Bruce. Bruce, it's everyone. They're even making corridors for Trunchbull to walk down yeah, in are. that scene. Mm-hmm. But right. then when the kids are rebelling in front of her, they're all in columns behind her. They're singing in a semicircle. Yeah. Um, and so as the kids revolt, they fall out of that corridor. And then finally in Revolting Children, we have the corridor that breaks into the lobby with like the kid break dancing and the flipping <laughs> and all that, but right. he's in circle. Mm. So I really liked how they took this like thematic, very straight line, goose stepping march thing, uh, brought it into the choreo, but then expanded it. And we're like, this is also a theme that like you just get viscerally. You're yep. like, oh, they're free. They can move any which way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really, really dug that on That's my... That's great. See, this is the yeah. professional takes. <laughs> this yeah. is why he's here. I, none Correct. Of, that was all over my head, but it yeah. makes total sense. I didn't uh, notice any of that. I think you internalize that subconsciously. Oh, you do, 100%. Mm-hmm. That's why you're like... I, that was like I, part of that, like the choreography was the girl with the red beret. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she was very specific. She had like a cast and a red beret. And so she was one of the... Like that, there is no... there. That character doesn't exist in the stage musical really? this was a film specific role really um yeah so there's like uh she's supposed to embody the like the older kids the kids who are like been there a little while and in the stage show well you have the kitty kids but you also have like adults playing kids like you have adults in clothing 
singing the songs as well and they're playing the older kids hmm. um so i think it was supposed to be slightly representative of that but she is like i'll save it for trivia she's got who she's got a long list she's like she's a somebody um, well she because like before this was even out i think and there was trailers or whatever and there's that scene of her coming through the hallway yeah. doing that dance and it was already all over the tiktok and oh yeah, yeah. already doing big. the dance mm-hmm. we'll uh, talk about it in trivia yeah, oh, okay. yeah. And she was she pulled <laughs> a lot of focus she well yeah they made they gave her a red beret they gave yeah. her a cat. they were yeah. like you're a somebody well, she, she, but her dancing was out of control oh yeah it was great mm-hmm. um yeah i also really enjoyed like the the foreshadowing of all the escapologist story yeah like kept coming back and it was nice although i wasn't like Super sold on Miss Phelps, the librarian. We can get into no. that. One. I like. I liked her. Was she, was she an addition? No, she's there. But it's, it's the way the story. Is, she's not as prevalent in the stage musical. Mm-hmm. They don't bring her back so often. But like that escapologist story is a big part of the show. Yeah, and she does go to a library and talk to the librarian there. Um, anyways, but she was all right. She wasn't my favorite, but you know she had her moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did, and this is something that you I wouldn't catch unless you knew the musical. Um, they did leave Easter eggs in the film for those who had seen the musical so there's a bunch of music cut from the film yeah. right. that's in the music and a bunch of subplots so in the stage version there is a son that she has a brother uh oh. who, who doesn't ah. talk he, he he's he's like a mute he like says a couple of words and he has like a duet at the top of the second act with his dad called uh, every like uh, i think it's just called telly and the whole yeah. song is like all i know i learned from telly and it's the dad singing to the audience when his and his son about like how television's the best you don't need anything else and if you read books you're stupid like that's interesting kind of, so yeah. but they cut this whole subplot of like the dad wanting another son like they had it a little bit where you like called mm. he called matilda boy the entire yeah, film yeah. and whatever mm-hmm. uh so like there are moments where like the television was really prevalent they're always watching it and then the mom, that mom's side of the story is that she is a flamingo. Da- she's like a dancer, a ballroom dancer who um, is in love with her dance partner and is having an affair or something. Oh. And, but like, mm. like example, like in their garden, as Matilda leaves, there's a statue and it's a, and it's a salsa ballroom dancer statue mm. or like she's always in dance like attire because she's supposed to be going to a competition in the film like she gets pregnant at the top oh. of the film she's like i'm not pregnant i've been training for this dancing competition with my dance partner ronaldo for the oh. last six months i couldn't be pregnant um and Matilda so, might not even be his no, no, but, <laughs> no, so and so it's like it's a they give it's, it's a subplot that doesn't need to be there do, do those two subplots are they from the books not that i think i know no? I, I don't know I don't but like so. they're in the musical oh. and they don't really do anything to the story and i love that they cut them like that was yeah. me bringing like there's easter eggs to be like oh we know that stuff exists right but Neat. we don't need it for this story oh um, uh, i feel like well, I mean, I guess it's more of a gripe. Although I do feel like it would have been nice to hear more from Miss Honey earlier. Mm. Yeah. I wait, mean, wait. Cause it's not, we're not, we're not. Okay, okay, there's a ton of new arrangements that are awesome. Like some of the songs sound different. There's a t- couple additional songs that they added in. I'm assuming to get the, uh, that, that wonderful Oscar. Was the hammer in the first? The hammer's okay. in the first. The only addition is the finale song. The like yes. holding hand yeah. song is new. They have a, uh, like a choky song where they sing about the choky a little bit in the mm. schoolyard. That's new. Okay. Um, I'll just kind of finish up because I feel like I'm talking a lot. <laughs> um, uh, ooh, um, the the script was almost verbatim to the stage. 
Like mm. wow. uh, Rosie just auditioned for Miss Honey for, in Vancouver. Oh, wow. Uh, and we, I remember reading one of the scenes, which is the scene where uh, Miss Honey is in the cafeteria being like, you're amazing. And like, you're like a little genius. And she gives her that really long hug. Um, I read that scene maybe two days uh, like prior to watching the film with Rosie. It's verbatim. Cool. Like wow. they really didn't change too much of the play, which mm. is like, I don't know if I would consider this a movie musical or a pro shot of a like it didn't feel like a moulin rouge it didn't You're feel right, like yeah. it was very much like shot flat like we had some really great set pieces and stuff but like mm. for a lot of the scene work and stuff it was kind of like just stationary one felt more like thing. hamilton <laughs> yeah, well that's what i mean like yeah. hamilton's a yeah. pro shot mm-hmm. and like and then i mean i'll get into the gripes but the moments where it became a movie musical I fell out a little bit, mm. and so yeah, that's where I'll leave it. That makes sense, yeah. You know, mm. but uh, lots of good things to say. I will. I did not know that the last song, the the holding your hand one, yeah. was added. Mm. But I had written in my notes that like like that's a good song, but it sounds like a Lin Manuel Miranda song. Yeah, it oh. sounded different, it, and it, I think it, it was written to be a contender for an Oscar. Probably, well, that's so. probably like yeah. I think that was the idea, mm-hmm. right? Because that, that's my understanding. When things get re released, uh, they always add a song so that they can you know apply right. for those kind of things. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Um, but it, it it it's funny because they have some musical interactions with the other music, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's a completely different feel. You absolutely caught it. Like it's yeah. it's probably written by Tim Minchin, and it's probably still all the same. Yeah. But it's years later. Yeah, and it's he's grown as a human and. And it just probably wasn't in the same frame of mind that yeah. he was. Yeah. And I have a little quote from him about that. Oh. For later. Oh. For later. Okay. I, I thought it would go in the trivia section. All right. I know yeah. Ashley's really yes. worried about that section. She's, we've been like, talking so long. It's because we, we suck at it. We've been so us. bad. Ashley's over there just protecting that trivia section. Like <laughs> I know. The firstborn there. Yeah, don't touch it. No, we're not there yet. <laughs> oh, did um, you have more? Uh, uh, we've been wait, talking I have so many like, things. I have a like. Yeah, hit me, hit me. I have Lashana Lynch plays Miss Honey. And I, honest to God, the minute that she came on screen, when the very first time Matilda sees her in the house, I just, she, to me, it felt like she just embodied kindness. It was the most, it was the most visceral feeling of like, oh my gosh, she's so nice. Like she just, it it actually just made me tear up a little. I was like, someone someone lovely like, oh my god i and can't wait for you to meet this person in real life and she just snubs you elbows you out of the way on a subway in oh new york god. city she just she <laughs> looks accent, oh my god she's yeah she's got like a new york she's from the bronx <laughs> yeah. i did i did google her and I, I think her general look that she she goes by in real life is very very short hair so the long hair that she has in the film is very much a Miss Honey role um, oh, specific okay. thing. Um, so that was very interesting. But she just, she's so, so good in that role. Mm. She has this angelic voice. It is out of this world. Like her songs, when she say, I just, I, I got so caught up in it. It was just like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Do you like, need a moment? I feel like you're overcome. I <laughs> really yes. was. It was Collect so yourself. Nice. Smitten. <laughs> Just pause the podcast. Smitten. You can have a quick okay. cry. We'll start uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, she just, I thought she was absolutely fantastic. I remember the Miss Honey from the original movie, and I feel like Lashana Lynch blew it out of the water. Like, mm. I feel like she was fantastic. Um, and also, Iron Brew! 
Did anyone boob. catch the Iron oh, Brew? The, Sc- the Scottish like uh, yeah. pop or whatever. Yeah, I saw that. Um, it was so weird that they had Iron Brew everywhere. Is that from the original? What, I don't what, understand. What, where, where, where's the Iron Brew? What is? What is? It's Iron ever. Brew? It's a. It's a soda. It's a okay. pop. It's a. Was it the one the kid was trying to move with his mind? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. everywhere in this oh, film. It is everywhere. Is Iron, is, Brew, is Iron Brew? And this is. I don't think this is taking place in Scotland. Nobody had a Scottish accent. No. Um, is the original book in Scotland? Is is there some Scottish? Con- what is the Scottish a, connection? He has a Welsh connection and yeah. he's Norwegian. Yeah. But yeah. what is that? Why? This is so weird. I'm gonna Google it while we're right. talking. Yeah. Okay, okay. But it was so weird. Okay, that was peel, it. Peel back that onion for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Uh, you guys, do you have more? I mean, like I could, I could continue, but like it, I, I think could could, I, I think I've hit the major ones that I really wanted to like bring yeah. to light. That I was like, this is what real. I could a little thing, right. but like we'll get to them. We'll let's get just, them in there. So let's take a deuce on it instead. Yeah, I could take a deuce on it, Dave. Well, I thought that was some kind of some kind of like musical yeah, stage thing. I was like, that's a number. Like, no, no, that's no, 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 absolutely. It's a theater term, Dave. Let's take a Inside theater. Yeah, felt like a plebe over here. I didn't know what you were talking about. Okay, well, let's talk about some bad things. Come on and tell me what you don't like. I'm gonna tell you what I don't like. Come on and hit me with your insides, grumbles and gripes. I'll I'll lead off. Oh, great. (laughs) Dave's chilling a bit. Well, just uh, somebody sort of mentioned it in passing, but I feel like with Miss Honey and the Librarian, there's a redundancy there. Mm. I feel like there was points where I was looking at her and the librarian and the, I was like, save this girl to the librarian, right? Like the librarian was like miss honey light, you know, like mm-hmm. she didn't quite get it that, mm. you know, she didn't pick up on all the cues. Like she'd ask Matilda about things. Matilda would just like say, Oh, Oh yeah. My parents, Oh, they really miss, you know, miss me when I'm gone. But she was just, didn't have that perception that miss honey had. Mm. And I just felt like it, it confused me because I felt like she should save Matilda as well but then she doesn't really and she just kind of lingers in the background she's more just like she's she's just like a foil for the story she's just there to listen to the story I guess interesting so. I mean I don't disagree with you I think yeah like, that's like I wasn't like the biggest fan I don't know if I don't I think it comes down to not so much the actor who played it but right. like the, the role part. of yeah. Miss Phelps like I get it you need someone to tell this like escapeologist story so that we can tie Miss Honey into like oh the reveal of it but like she could have told, she could have yeah. told that to like anyone. She could have told her a friend, like Lavender, well, her like best friend in the movie, who like starts school with her at the same time. That person doesn't exist in the stage play. Like, could have happened. You could have just done that there. Yeah. Like, why not? Because the only the only hmm. positive relationship she has with an adult is with Miss Honey. Mm-hmm. So then you've got this other one that's sort of positive, but also just kind of like neutral mm-hmm. with this other adult. So and then mm-hmm. the rest of the adults are just vicious. Well, cruel people. Yeah, and yeah. there was this whole idea that Miss Honey was going to teach her to tell stories, so she could have just told her. And I mean, at the end, she's not even telling it to Miss Phelps; she's telling it to herself. Yeah, she tells the right. end of the story alone. Yes, which so I think is like, like in the like end credit song, like that last song like, finale. Like, there's a scene of her telling the end of the story to her, and they freak out on top of the roof, and there's like the sunset thing. But like, really, yeah, the, when we see the story, yeah, she's telling herself, and yeah, yeah absolutely. So like, there, there's no even end point. There's no arc that for we that character. See. Like we see it like as a montage moment but like we don't get the payoff that's the whole film has been like she's telling the story and so in the musical how do they how do they do that uh so she was a lot less involved like she still goes to the library and tells the story but like 
it's like it's on stage and and he's kind of kind of the same way the film she's talking in a small corner and behind her all the circus stuff is happening behind her oh, okay it's it's happening kind of like in the same kind of way mm-hmm. um but it's just i never felt that miss phelps the librarian was like ever really important and right. and then watching it in the film it just kind of echoed that i was like i we don't really hmm. like i don't know if this was the best way of right. doing this but hmm. so yeah I, I agree with you mm-hmm. hmm. good good catch dave <laughs> yeah well you know i'm not just over here <laughs> phoning it in yeah. oh my well, God. you got anything else on that book well i mean i'm just generally not a fan of musicals i mean this this was very entertaining and very super well done, but just as a genre, mm-hmm. I think, and I was trying to put my finger on it. I was like, what is it? Because this made me have to, you know, having to sit and watch this was like, okay, now why is it, what it, and I think it's because I like, I, I like narrative. And when suddenly the narrative gets interrupted and the song starts and the song doesn't give you much more information towards the narrative, mm. it pulls me right out of it, right? We've like talked this, about this before because I'm on board. Like the thing that bugs me about a musical is like, there's the story and then it's interrupted so that you can just repeat something in musical yeah. form and then you move on. But I felt like this one, like when they get to the school and the kids sing a song about how messed up the school is and like look out for PE, like that's still moving forward. Yeah, I, so it does advance it, right? Yeah. But it, yeah. but there's something about the pace of a song mm. versus the pace of people conversing mm. and that's and they flicks don't, a switch in my brain that something happens They to don't me. always get it right in this movie either. Like there was a sp- particular moment where um, Bruce gets taken to the chokey and then all of a sudden, it switches to this musical of the kids going home for the day. And it's just, oh, it's yeah. so weird. It's like, yeah. th- this kid is literally getting taken to this torture device. Mm-hmm. And Matilda, who is his, you know, his champion, just mm-hmm. is like, okay, I guess I'm going home. Yeah. Bye. Like, well, enjoy the chokey. And then it's a this song about dreams coming true. And I was and- like... What does this have to do with... That's part of where, like, my advice to take a break in there is too. Because I... And, and in fact, the first time I watched it, I took a break. You did? It was a little late. Yo, that yes. is the end the of way Act I 1, consumed, right? Uh, I didn't do act, it at the right time. But I think end of Act 1 is... it's uh, The last song is Bruce. I th- yeah, you think According right. to Wikipedia. No, no, I think you're right. Yeah. I, no, yeah. <laughs> it, it would make the most sense as well, just in terms of like a climax yeah. of a... Like a but that telly song that you were talking about is actually the top of Act 2, yeah, before it's, it's, when it's, I grow it's, up. It's, oh. it's before the lights even come up. Yeah. Like, the, like you're still milling in your seats eating popcorn, and the dad comes on and is like, hey, you in the front row, like it talks to the audience and breaks the fourth wall. he's like you liking this shit like and whatever there are some traditions in musicals again like a plotless act two is like a thing that exists that is like wow back when that was like a a throwaway song so that people had time to get back into their seats okay like it's so so that's but it's like, so weird to see it represented in a film because well, it was so well, it didn't confusing. Do it, it didn't do it, but there it, oh. there was this weird break from Bruce. Yeah, yeah, it was very. I, mu- I, I think you caught it. This yeah. weird shift in it was energy, so yeah. which is very obviously end of Act One, Bruce, beginning of Act Two, when we grow, when I grow up, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's such a weird and sudden yeah. shift that you're it's like, like what about oh, Bruce? you're like, we <laughs> just like, went through this harrowing moment with choreography and music. And, uh, we're going and home now you're in it now you're on your bicycle but it's turning <laughs> yeah. into a motorcycle like, yes. what yeah. is going on? which is like a great opening for an act two like yeah. if you think of it in those terms but it just in no. a movie it was like ugh. Yeah, and you weird. know i used to watch a lot of old m- movies and old musicals that my mom had my sister and i would watch them when i and they used to put the intermission in the movies like oh. there'd be like 10 minutes of just 
capital letters intermission. <laughs> you could amazing. You know, That's if, awesome. if you didn't want to fast forward, you could you know go get yourself more. Popcorn I would have been happy with a moment, even a moment of yeah. a black screen that said intermission. Well, I or think break the, or you know because the original design is mm. for a musical and not for a movie. It might have been something to consider. I don't know. Mm. People don't, you don't see it anymore. I, I'm not saying it's the right answer for sure, <laughs> but to me, I'm like, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking a little break. I, you know, while in practice, the idea of a act break might be more for the actors. I think as a listener and the way I've listened to things too, it's nice to have a moment of, reflection, reflection. and mm. to take it in and process before the story continues mm-hmm. and also you probably would have felt like if you had a five minute break you'd be like oh yeah he's in the chokey like that's a thing happening but it was so sudden that you were like no 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 he's, he's being, in the chokey he's being dragged <laughs> or he's just stop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop the if you like, had time to like go up and pee you might come back I was and very like, oh, what? frustrated like, <laughs> 100% I was I, I genuinely just screamed at the television for a minute I was like what are you doing like where what is And also, it was very odd. Um, uh, This is another dislike that I have. but And I understand that this is a movie and it's based on a musical. But um, in that particular scene, there was a child being walked home by their parent. And I was like, that was the first time I saw any other parents in this whole thing. And it was so weird that it would happen in that moment because you would assume that the kid would be like, wow, mom, today was really interesting. They put Bruce in the chokey. Like, <laughs> oh, what's the chokey? Oh, well, like a torture device? Uh, <laughs> sometimes I have to say, like, sometimes kids don't bring up stuff to parents. At that mm-hmm. age, though, you don't think? Like when they're really young? I don't know. I mean... Without, I don't know. There are things that I remember not telling my parents oh, about that are like, mm. I probably should have said something. My and daughter I just, just did told not. me a story of like this terrible thing that happened in like third grade, and she never mentioned it before. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? She's like, yeah, I just didn't want to tell you. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, you should. And yeah, the I, statute I was, of limitations is out on that. <laughs> yeah. That's something just like the chokey, where I'm like, mm. oh, of course she would have told me if someone locks a kid in a yeah. torture device, but I don't think she would have. It's not wow. a given. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. I don't have kids, so you are the you, Justin and Dave are the kid experts around here. So yeah, <laughs> it's on my business card. Yeah. <laughs> gosh yeah i'll stop now but those are my two main grumbles is that weird moment and then also the parent thing it was weird yeah okay Hmm. anything else from over there over here well i'll just say when it started and this was when i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna hate it or love it and they started with those babies singing (laughs) and and i'm like i hate this and it was bad yeah like i hate this so much i hate this so much and then it went in and they started singing and some of the lyrics i'm like wait a minute these lyrics are from a monty python song they're from the galaxy song and I'm like, yeah. who wrote this? Somebody ripped off because I'd forgotten that Tim Minchin wrote it. Somebody ripped off the Monty Python song, and then I, then I googled it. I'm like, Tim Minchin wrote this. Oh, he knows what he's doing. He did that, <laughs> he did that on purpose. Bias. And then I was like, oh, that's clever. By the way, well, sorry, just to uh-huh. add to that, did anyone else catch the TARDIS yeah, reference? Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. He drops. He drops. Oh he's, dropping, he's dropping. Britishisms. Like, yes, oh, yeah. sprinkled right throughout the thing. Well, there, there was also a moment where they all get up on their desks, like in um, Robin Williams' the movie. Oh, Dead Poet Society. Yeah. In Dead every Society. show that has to do with, with students' yes, revolting. Like yes. it's, it's yeah. one of my School it's of one rock. of my grumbles. No, yeah. no. we're in the grumble okay. section. I know it's on my turn. So. 
Oh yeah, no, I just I only have like that's it. So like I didn't at first I thought I hated it, but then I turned out I liked it. I don't like belching and farting jokes, uh-huh. and yeah. I did yeah. not enjoy the big belch that then popped and smelled like chocolate and people were licking it and I'm like yes. fucking gross. Yeah. And I just like I couldn't get over how unpleasant that was the for zany, me. The zany stuff was weird. That moment and the pigtail throwing were I, I, I'm i sure someone's going to agree but it was weird. Well the pigtail throwing is iconic. Like it's such an important part of the right. story. You had to have it. And, and I think it happens on the original everything. Yeah, it does. As well. yeah. So I agree it's totally crazy but it was part of it's roll, It's very rolled doll. Yes. It's mm-hmm. certainly like the books but yeah. in this it did come a bit uh, you're like oh my god. You probably would have liked it better on the stage to do it really clever they 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 toss a like they get a stand-in like oh. rag doll and they toss it and they toss it up into the rafters and then the thing falls from the rafters and while you were watching up and down and around the child runs into the audience and lays down on the floor so that when it smacks and they get up and they're in the audience wow <laughs> that's awesome they run up back to the stage like nothing had happened that's very um, cool but like yeah so there's i feel like yeah but i i don't think it's uh, totally out of left field to be like that was weird and i didn't enjoy that sure. like for sure and my yeah. only other thing before we knock it over to you two is that the the mom was a was acting big like oh everything's over the top everything's very loud and i'm like i don't know if that Looks that's, good on film. That's the name of her song. Yes, loud. Loud, loud. <laughs> in the in the musical. That okay, is, that is her personality. Persona. Okay, like, no, so okay. You, you're supposed to hate her. Like it's. Uh, okay. But like, if you hate it, and but like this movie didn't give you context, so you're like, mm. I just hate that, and like. Well, yeah. I just I th- I thought it was a. I'm wondering if it, for me, I was like, is this just a an acting choice gone wrong? Like, shouldn't she be pulling it back a little bit? But mm. I guess no. It was supposed to be that ridiculous because mm. the dad was also over the top, but for some reason more palatable to me. Yeah, fair. I don't know why. Mm. Like she just seemed like I couldn't even hear what she was saying. <laughs> it was just, like it was too loud. It was in a <laughs> different, uh, yeah, different <laughs> mental <laughs> octave for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was it. That's all I got. Hey, that's, I, I really thought these lists were gonna be a lot longer. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh boy. I have, I have some. Are you ready? I, I got a couple that I'm bubbling. gonna ring off real quick because yeah, right. I mean, I, I there were some things, and I bet you, I, I'm hoping. That's somewhere on your list as well. Okay. I mean, okay. Uh, I, I the child abuse thing for me was like a lot, uh, and I feel felt weird because I was like, yeah, but we all watched Harry Potter, and no one had issues with that. And it was a lot of the same abuse it's of true. like verbal locked in the cupboard, like locked in the cupboard, like she was upstairs in the attic, he was under the. It oh, was like, by the way, don't you think that J.K. Rowling did not borrow that from Roald Dahl? Like that. Oh, is, that, that's one hundred percent. Come on now, yeah, let's yeah. give good credit <laughs> to where credit is due. Yeah. Uh, um, J.K. Right. Oh dear. Um, I really had a, a rough time with uh, some of the casting, uh, specifically Bruce and Emma Thompson. Uh, you couldn't find a fat kid. Get the hell out of town! You couldn't find a kid who was large. You put a kid in a fat suit. I was wondering. Yeah. About I was like, that. "Come on!" It was weird. Like, put it like I'm. I'm like, I'm sure he was cast because he had a great singing voice, a lot of and pizzazz, his dancing whatever. was great. Yeah, but I'm like, find a large kid. What was the like, uh, casting for the shows like? A large kid. Okay. He was like a, yeah. like a fat kid, and I'm like, yes, let's get a, let's get some body diversity up yes. in here. Yes. Let's not yeah. throw someone into a fat suit. And that was hmm. a big. That, that's my big one. Yeah, yeah. And then so for Emma Thompson, I was like, there. I, so in the stage play, it's usually played by a man. The role Trench Boys usually or had been originally, and now they're kind of moving away from it, that it was a man in, not in drag, like they never addressed it. It was just like, it was a man who played Trench Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're moving away from that. But like, I still think you could find someone like um, 
Uh, I don't know her name, and it makes me mad that I don't. Brianna can... Tarth. That's oh, I, I Gwen. Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn Christie. There are women of that size out there who I get it. Like, oh, maybe... Gwendolyn Christie would have been so good for this. But <gasps> I'm, I'm glad. I bet if you were oh. Gwendolyn Christie, I wondered if you would have not taken it because you're trying to get away from being cast as <laughs> Type the big cast. Yeah. Right. Because right. she right. was in Wednesday, and she... I remember she was saying like, "I'm so it happy was so to be nice to wear makeup." Yeah. No, that's fair. True. Yes, I know what she's saying. Been good casting, but yeah. So like for Emma Thompson to take on the role, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, it's it's a fine, it's a, a not a stunt casting where it's like, oh, it's the famous person in the show. So maybe if you like Emma Thompson, you'll yeah, maybe watch yeah, this. Yeah. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I was like, you could have probably found somebody for this role who was better suited. Maybe she they needed. Ass. She did a great job. They did but... need. I feel like. Uh, was there anyone else? I know you said the young girl with the red beret was super famous, um, yeah. but maybe more for a younger generation. Yeah. I feel like Emma Thompson was the only name in this. Well, she was, was the only non-musical person, right? Uh, I don't know about that, but she was definitely like the big name. She, she yeah, I don't think they had of... anyone else like that I recognize anyway. Right. But I'm not the best up and up on who people. Me but no. yeah, <laughs> although I think the Mr. Wormwood guy, he looked familiar. They... I think he's in some. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I only have one. That's or... why I feel like they chose her. <laughs> no, for sure. I only have one or two other things. Um, my favorite number in this show is quiet of, of that like anger yeah. that comes out and she finally like, like spurts. So I hated nice. it when they pulled her up in a hot air balloon. And, oh, like, no. I, I loved hated that. that shit. Really? I was like, it's such I a, loved it. it's such a visceral moment of her losing her shit and like, yeah. like her powers going a little out of control and like blocking everything out. Mm-hmm. Like, and maybe I'm being clouded by the stage version. Well, it's, yeah. it's, what he- it's pandemonium on stage, full quiet spotlight. That's it. Dead silence. Oh, there's no song. Nothing, nothing, and it's just her, mm. and it's quiet, and it's her singing the song. Nothing else is happening on stage. Everything is blacked out because it was pandemonium with her powers and everything, like in the movie. But instead, they go up to the sky where it's quiet. But it was just like this moment on stage where it's like all this hectic chaos, all this noise, and then like quiet. Mm. And like for me, that's what I was missing from that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that had to do with I, I thought the reason they chose that is because of the whole circus narrative. Yeah, you know, it, 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 thematically it, it worked. It's oh, like okay. it, it made sense. I just it wasn't where I wanted it to. Uh, go. You also had something to compare it well, to. That's that the we thing. Did not, I, it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. It, it is, made sense for me when oh. they, when she takes them. It's like, oh yeah, it's so quiet up there. No, it makes sense that she would imagine herself being somewhere quiet. I didn't quiet. understand, though. I didn't understand what was going on because it was like, okay, this is her powers about to be manifest. Like, mm-hmm. what's happening? Do they manifest when she's, like, angry and losing control or do they manifest because she's pulled herself out of that and now she's, like, calmed her mind enough that she can use her powers? <laughs> You're so. thinking too logically, Dave. Well, I was just trying to figure out what, what yeah, state of mind... The rules of the universe here. Well, this I was trying to nonsense. think, is she in the state of mind that she just left or is she in this state of mind and what's happening and how does she execute these powers and whatever right? so yeah, yeah. Dave with the epistemology <laughs> well, you're, you're, he makes a valid point because I'm always complaining point. I'm like there's how does the magic work what are right. the mechanics the what are the costs work? I'm always harping on about that but for this I'm just like Nah, she's got telekinesis or whatever. Yeah. Like I didn't for some reason I just didn't question it, but now that you're bringing it up, I'm uh, I'm getting angry. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would have thought this would have this would have thrown you right into a wall I was, because all I of a sudden just... somebody she's the only person that has telekinesis in this universe. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I think that's the way that story always goes. Like right. she's the only person who yes. ever has power, and then it disappears. Oh, is, I, mean, I don't know if it happens in the play or not. I don't. I don't. I don't think they really address it. I oh. mean. Uh, 
Because part of the story is like after this manifests and and she gets the life she wants, she does she doesn't have her powers anymore. And she's thankful. Like she doesn't need it anymore. Like yeah. she's not. Yeah, because all the chaos is just like is gone. gone. Because otherwise, oh, wow. the sequel could be very interesting, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> as she as she grows carry. and develops and yeah. becomes like an angry <laughs> teenager, she like starts using it to crush people and right. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've only got one gripe and one more, and it's uh, although the actress who you've named Ashley already mm. who played uh, Miss Honey, Lashana Lynch, yeah. Uh, great actress, great song. I think she was poorly directed or made the wrong choice in her solo number, My House, which was uh, great. But um, so I watched it with Rosie yeah. and we disagreed. I thought she did a great job. And Rosie's like, I don't think she did. And then we talked about it and I still disagreed. And then I watched it again today before this. And I completely agree with Rosie. What was it? What, what was, was the note? Um, yeah. So uh, it, that, that song, My House, is about like how I don't have a lot, but this is enough for me from the moment that song starts. She is playing the ending of the song, which is sad. And the, all the lyrics are like, oh, this roof keeps me dry when the rain falls. I have enough room for my tea. And that's enough for me. And it's supposed to be like this proud showing this girl that she doesn't need a lot. And she's made it out on her own. And she escaped the ant and found a place for herself. And she's proud and she's made a home. But from the moment she starts singing, but it's sad and playing into the sadness instead of playing against the sadness. So we get to the sadness. No. No, that no, makes total sense. No way. Yeah. I, I totally disagree. Oh, yeah. I actually I think it makes perfect sense that she's to me. What I felt was that she was trying so hard to convince herself that she's OK, that she can handle it, that she's been through all this trauma. She's still living through all this trauma and that somehow she just has to she has to hold on to something. Yeah, but there was no smiling through the tears. It was like tears, like you're saying. Yeah. No, no, but that's what I mean is, is this is this is yeah. full on like delusional. I have have to convince myself that I'm okay otherwise I will just not be okay which I think is what the song is supposed to be but I feel like she there was no chance of her in this song in this interpretation where she was going to delude herself oh you like, think she was oh right away from point one she was already a broken human there was no like hope that she would when I agree I think you've got the, uh, the point, just like, nail ahead of, yeah. of like, what the what song is supposed the goal to be is, yeah. what the goal is but from the moment if and you rewatch you know that oh, little I space. see what you mean. I see what you mean. That little space she leaves before she says "for me" mm-hmm. every time makes a huge difference. I think in in how we in interpret? take in yeah. interpret. I mean, I still cried at the end of that. Yes, yeah, it's still same. beautiful but, and like yeah. it still hit me. Mm-hmm. But like I like not not only did it I, could have been more powerful. I just like I was like there was no hope in that yeah. song. It was it was a sad song and it was a sad melody and it was there was no hope. Well, but I'm I ask you the same liked question that it was again. sad. Yeah, what, but if you have like? hope Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, so if you have hope and then take it away, that could be actually Even sadder? sadder. Even sadder. Mm-hmm. Justin? So my question to you again is, mm-hmm. what is the stage version? I mean, it's very, it's the exact same thing. It's just the interpretation of this actress in this song. It's exactly the same. But it's they, usually they start out a little happy. Well, right? I mean, it's like, it's, it's, I think it's written into the lyrics that mm. she's showing off the house and saying that even though I don't have a lot of space, it's enough and it's okay. And I have the roof and I've got places to keep my knickknacks and it's okay. And then there's this whole middle section where we get the reveal of the escapologist story and mm. and the scarf and all of this and then it becomes oh we realize as an audience and ooh, we're going on the sad train and then we get the feels and then the music itself <laughs> rosie hit on it really hard with me was that like the there is no button to that song musically there's no there's just dump. tears it's yeah. just yeah. she the like the music doesn't uh, conclude it doesn't oh. end it, thank you that's what I was looking yeah. for it doesn't resolve it just like it, it, it's left open <laughs> and then her lyric finishes the it, 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 what, and that's just like what is heartbreaking 
um oh. and you can you feel it and, and it's also a super tight close-up on her face and yeah. she's teary yeah. and we have emotions together um <gasps> but like yeah, yeah yeah so uh that song is my last gripe is that like really? I, I i wish it had been it was performed brilliantly I wish it had been performed differently, and I agree with Rosie. Rosie, I know you'll be listening. Uh, you were right. Well, I have to say, as a plebe, as a non-professional uh, mu- musician and professional actor, actor, um, it's really nice to hear it explained that way because mm-hmm. I was feeling so much in that scene, and I was like, I don't understand why I feel this way. And so, thank you for that. That was very helpful, both of you. Yeah, yeah. pulling back the curtain because we are feeling feelings, and we yeah. don't know why. No idea. Yeah. No idea. No idea. It was just like, I'm just this so sad. Yeah. All right. Yep. I throw it over to you. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'll do my throwaway one first. In the part two <laughs> of the, the story of the Escapologist, this is so minor, but the bass player is holding the bow, but he's plucking. <laughs> and while if there was like some need to switch between, like that might be, you know, there are cases where a bass player would do that, but he's plucking, like he's walking, like, the whole time he just shouldn't have a bow in his hand and i was like why is he holding that we all picked up on that I yeah think. oh really yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was gonna it was be like... my number one gripe but yeah. i moved it down the yeah, list yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all saw that we all saw that no, that's like just that. the throwaway one. no no i mean it's funny because i think I th- one of the last episodes i listened to was when you folks uh, reviewed the ryan reynolds rock Oh, uh, right, yes. uh, Netflix one-off summer oh, flick God. of the thing, yeah. and yeah, we yeah. talked about the With scaffolding for yes. like forty-five minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think, but I think that kind of falls into like that. That this is, is my Carolyn's scaffolding. scaffolding. Yeah. This is, is Carolyn's scaffolding. Yeah. Yeah. Fair uh, enough. You know, I feel your pain. I feel yeah. your pain. Carolyn. It was just it stuck out to me. And yeah, it I mean, was like, like I went always going to stick out to me, and I was like, is it right? I mean, you know, there there are. You know, you could make an uh, apologist view <laughs> excuse for it, but it's like, nah, they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but back to Bruce for a minute, you guys. Uh-oh. So, totally agree. Like, why couldn't they just have yeah. a bigger kid do it? But also, uh, you know, I get that part of this maybe comes from the original story, but if you're going to keep the eating as a character trait trope then you need to do more to like to make him better i feel like the whole bit where like after he's forced to eat the cake which by the way was one of my least you know my most hated scene in the original movie Mm. and it still still makes me really uncomfortable just watching them eat all that cake but that that's neither here nor there for this point it's that he and then he's a coward after that. And they don't, even when everyone's getting up and spelling along with each other, they're all united. They specifically show him still in his seat. Broken. And he, they don't give him, yes. And yeah, I get that maybe that's part of the point, but I just feel like together with the other. You're, so like, you're, you're saying like uh, eating trope, cowardice. Well, like, I'll say yeah, that. Those paired together is a left a Not bad nice. taste in my mouth. Well, and I was like, I feel like it wasn't necessary to do that to him. It and I think just you the two together. Agency. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think because he, part of the problem with those tropes is that it, it's equating eating with some kind of weakness. And so, and then a character weakness in his cowardness, like, but so you, you know, I, I, 
I it was upsetting to me. That's interesting because the whole song, his song, is the kids cheering him on for his eating ability. That like he yeah, is but... using that ability to like stick it to her. Sure. So that's you know, that's interesting. Just... But I think after it's how he's played after that Fair. though. Oh, yeah. He's mm-hmm. he's a lackey for Trunchbull. He's carrying her umbrella. He doesn't have to run when they're all running behind. He's just sitting holding the umbrella for her, and kind of passively standing by and i get that it's kind of supposed to be that he was broken by his experience in choki but uh, but, but they still, never talk about choki they don't actually give him <laughs> yeah. a redemption i'm surprised we didn't get a scene in the choki like, I'm not, not, that, not that it ever I, happens in the stage version but i just like as a film like yeah. you have a have, moment yeah. to yeah. like explore it happened it? in the original matilda goes oh. into choki in the original movie oh i just refer- really think that bruce deserved a moment when they were all spelling to like join in or like have sort of yeah, if they his, were going to make him feel CAF broken, moment. then yeah. he needs to instead of just getting to lead the next song, it's like, no, give him give him the, make the him strength. Whole make again. him strong. Like he mm. can do it. He I think they could have done that. I, I was worried about Bruce for a moment because <laughs> somewhere on the line I lost track of Bruce. And then when, <laughs> like, when, when Did he upload? Did he upload? When Matilda goes and like symbolically destroys the chokey, I'm like, oh my God, Bruce, Bruce. is in the chokey. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna crush him, right? And so for a moment I had this thought like she's going to crush it and then he'll be in there like a broken child, like, you know, but he'll be like, I'm okay, right? <laughs> I was like, where, where is Bruce? Where is Bruce? I forgot I mean, where he was. Under at the Trunchbull's thumb, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, what did you... Yeah. I just will follow, yeah, follow up. If, if you look at Roald Dahl's stories, on yeah. multiple occasions, he has an overweight child. Yes. And that child is a bad person. Oh. So like Augustus Gloop, bad. Choc- chocolate factory, yes. Yeah, he, the wit- in The Witches, there's the kid who eats too much and gets turned into a mouse. Bad, bad kid. And in this... this the kid was almost redeemable, but still had a hint of badness. There's always this Roald Dahl fascination with overweight kids being bad mm-hmm. which a lot of people like pointed gluttonous. out like there's something about the like the, the but he's gluttony. not he's not a religious guy though not, he actually no but like no, the gluttony was, aspect of it is like but uh, uh, he, he doesn't have any of that stuff normally it's just but for whatever reason in, in his world and again he's he was born like a trillion years ago a hundred years ago <laughs> like that is that is the thing and it's interesting because we all know that and we, we don't that's not a yeah, good thing and I acknowledge but, that that may have been part of the original story exactly. at a time when it wasn't when that was no one was going to bat an eye exactly. at him writing but, that in the story. But, but you had a chance yes. to remove it. Exactly. And you didn't. Well, you're right. Because they sort of, they could have redeemed yes. him or not put him in a fat suit or anything. Yeah. Like, instead, they sort of gloss. They just sort of hope we wouldn't care too much. Yeah. Also, that fat suit fucking looked terrible. And his just, shoulders looked really like, awkward. It just, like, I was like, it's like, so and I was like, oh, I get it. Maybe it's part of the like, aesthetic that they're going for. But That's I'm just what like, I wondered. But I was just like, I don't know. You made Trunchbull look freaking awesome and she's yeah. wearing prosthetics and like all those different costumes that she wore and she looked great in all of them her pe wear in her like hammer throwing outfit and like yeah. whatever she was wearing and then you got this fat, this body like an inflatable well, donut i was like you shoved the pillow in his shirt yes like. and then like some weird shoulder pads yeah, like, but i was you... wondering if it's maybe they're trying to say he ate the cake and that corrupted him and the cake is sort of sitting around him like a i know i noticed that he, like the first time he's on camera i was like that's a kid like immediately rosie and i looked at each other like that's a kid in a fat suit oh, man. like it was okay so it started from the get-go well it started from the get only because it was just like I don't know, like, you know, like, I know what a chubby kid looks like. It doesn't look like that kid, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it was a moment to have, like, if you looked at all the other kids, there was a lot of diversity skin. There wasn't a lot of body diversity You're right in about the that. cast. Yeah. And so you have a character who is written body diverse, and then you 
didn't. You chose not to. Hmm. Good point. That's bad a, phobia. That yeah, no, yeah. but like for especially real. for yeah. kids, it's like if you have a kid who could have seen that and seen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a small chubby kid like themselves give it to the you know the authoritarian principal headman whatever and like come out as the hero. There's the your fi- moment and get yeah. the final song and like when the, and like no, but that's not <laughs> not. I mean, look, maybe the kid will be fooled and people will mm-hmm. think it until a certain age and they'll watch back and be crushed. As, a, as an it's adult. a poor choice. Uh, <laughs> it's a poor choice for sure. I just I think they could have done better by him, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, agreed. Okay, but agreed. speaking of oh. uh, redemption, though, oh, someone who got I don't. Again, this might be more of a small one, but I feel like there was sort of this weird moment when. Uh, Mr. Wormwood finally calls mm. Matilda his daughter, and it sort of seemed like it was trying to play as a redemption yeah, what for was him, that? and it was yeah, like not earned, not earned. Like, and I, I to the point where I thought she might go home with him. Yeah, was like, oh, you, I'm your daughter. I'll yeah, go you home. finally acknowledged yeah, that I am actually a human. Is yeah, that's the bare minimum of what you should be doing? <laughs> like, and I, and I don't remember if that happens in the stage show or not because they have a son and they do like yeah. they do you know go to spain or whatever for whatever reason but like i i don't remember that moment and it didn't i don't i agree with all of you i was mm. like what the hell is this like yeah, there is weird. no there was no choice here yeah. you're not going with them yeah. this yeah. is not our choice yeah. yeah and it ruined the the gag was was so continuous and great mm-hmm. that it's like like all the way through he just completely refuses and then to suddenly switch and i'm like why well what happens but why? what happens in the in the so movie take the hat um, off she like, like with Danny DeVito and all at that the, in that movie she actually uh, they sign adoption papers so that Miss Honey can adopt Matilda okay. officially and then they leave um, but they is, leave her behind is there this like oh maybe she will maybe she won't no like, there's no like Matilda is very sure of what she wants she wants to be with Miss Honey and they need to con- they want to convince her parents to sign adoption papers so that she can live with Miss Honey forevermore huh. like this was weird it maybe was they so realized, strange look, they went way too far overboard with the parents being heinous that they're like oh we, we need we, a moment we need something here what are we gonna do you know oh, yeah. no, but that's sort of their point though they're supposed to be like comically heinous right yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's over the top and then Rodali almost mm-hmm. ruined it by trying to make them yeah. human good yeah. point yeah no good great I, yeah I hated that that was not would have been better if he just said oh you're gonna take the kid great see ya and they jumped in the yeah, truck yeah that would have been perfect isn't, isn't that what they do in the movie like isn't that kind of like here the adoption paper's awesome sign him see you later kid like yeah, yeah. it's mostly there's not I don't remember there being any kind of an emotional yeah, sadness and, and, to her it, it's like no. it's not even just like the moment then she like looks down the street and yeah. then you see the forest yeah. and the car driving away like she gives is she shit. sad what's like, happening yeah. yeah. like she clearly she just, doesn't like she's like she's she yeah. shouldn't care at she all. And no, she's it, way too smart to care. Yeah, she's way yeah. too smart to know. Like, uh, it's weird. Yeah, no, it was that. That's a good one. That, that was yeah, not uh, yeah. yuck. <laughs> yeah, wow. is that it? Have we? No, that was, those it? were the, oh. the things. Yeah. Wow. Well, what about something that didn't didn't need to be in there? This didn't need to be in there. Why? Oh, why did they include this scene? This didn't need to be in there. Tell me what was. I'm going to disagree with what someone else said earlier. Um, the teachers that you got, you, you oh. folks were talking about how the teachers being like dead, as, like asleep in all these scenes and then just suddenly appearing and didn't dis- I just felt like they didn't need to be there. I, I it was so weird oh, to was- see them all of a sudden and then they're not there. And I mean, I, I it's good that they had teachers in this, but it was so 
insignificant and small to me watching it that it it was it, it felt like an afterthought like oh right I, this is a school i guess we need there to be teachers so we should put them in but what are we going to have them do i just thought it was like a funny like they didn't spend a lot of time on it no it's just like a they're in the background asleep and that was funny i don't know i just but then they have that moment during the scene where they all stand up and they're like okay everybody leave everybody leave um plausible deniability you know (laughs) we weren't in the room so we don't know what happened i don't know it was i understand it was weird i just felt like it was unnecessary because it didn't add anything i I think it was only just it was for maybe for the people like us in this room who like analyze things and be like (laughs) one of the questions be like where were all the other teachers that whole time yeah (laughs) now you have an answer Who's running this place? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure we would have been like the scene I wished I was in was I wish I was a teacher. Where yeah, you know, I think you're that, right. I think that might be the only. But otherwise, it's a good like, point. You, if That's you take point. them out, like it doesn't change anything. Of course, they yeah. have to be in there. Like, or at least sure. they could have. I don't know. They could have done something with oh. them. Yeah. I don't know. Other than have them sleep through every scene. Yeah, I don't know. I'll stick with the education theme because I I'm new to the education world. But right off the bat, at the end. When Miss Honey kind of turns the school into like a, a free for all. <laughs> like there's, there's, Lovey-dovey. There's carnies. There's like, there's like there's carnival, carnival rides. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, no, you've gone too far to the other side. <laughs> they got the like, money. They got the money. Yeah, you're never going to get these kids back now. Right? Like, <laughs> they're never going to sit there and listen to math and do algebra, right? Like, uh, they've got a like Ferris wheel in the back. Oh, not every child is Matilda. <laughs> it was a hard pendulum swing. That oh, my that gosh. That was a hard yeah. one. Yeah. Like find a middle ground here somewhere, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> Yeah, they that could was... have just had the nice, colorful sign and like what was that another sign? thing. What was that sign? It was, was it like, like happy friendly like school. Like happy friend or... school or something. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Ugh. That would be enough. Change the sign. <laughs> yeah, just get a new paint scheme. And then, yeah. you know, hey, we got some new balls for the gym, right? <laughs> Turn right, the everybody back into a to, toilet. Back to that's the more realistic. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, yeah. In... <laughs> that's funny. Well, I'll tell you what I did. I wrote this down and now I understand why I did because you all explained it to me. I said that the song When I Grow Up, which is the most famous song from the musical, I think, mm-hmm. I'm like, it didn't hate to be in there. I'm like, what? They just started randomly pointless. singing it. I don't understand it. But you're now that you've explained this, like it was supposed to be the act ended and then it was the, the start of it. And so it resets. Reset. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because as you as you all explained, like, it just the the chokey happens and the kid disappears and then they start singing this song about their aspirations. I'm like, what the hell is this? And like, you could literally take it out because it did not advance the plot. No, mm-hmm. it was one of the songs that you were talking. Yeah. you were talking about. Like, I don't yeah. know. I so yes, it is. I knew the song before I saw the the movie. I didn't know a lot of the other ones. Um and. The first time I watched it, I agreed. I was like, well, like the shift was really weird. And then I had that moment of like, oh, well, maybe that's where the act break mm-hmm. is. And and I was really like, but it's weird. And it doesn't need to be in there. I did have that moment. But mm-hmm. then when I thought on it some more, mm-hmm. because I originally thought it was going to be near the start of the movie. Okay. And, but then, I don't know. I thought that because... It's like they're having this moment and they're wishing their childhood away. Mm-hmm. They're like, they can't wait to grow up because they'll get to make their own choices and they won't have to be, um, you know. And so it follows directly from the whole trauma. Abuse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, 
Yeah. There's a statement there, and maybe it didn't need a full song yeah. in a movie sense, I mean, but... I, I just don't feel like don't it know. works as well here. I, I, yeah. I agree. I don't think it needs to be there, because it is the most famous song, and let me tell you, on stage, it's goddamn beautiful. They come out yeah. with these swings, and it's kids pushing each other Aww, on swings man. that swing into the audience over your head. Wow. And, like, it's mm-hmm. a very, like, beautiful, serene mm-hmm. kind of thing. But, like, if you noticed in that song, in the film... They're all like like one girl's on the bus with her mom, the kids on a bike with his dad in the back. Like they are they are having trauma at school, but it seems like they have a much healthier parental relationship with their parents mm. than Matilda has with hers mm. and that Miss Honey has with, you know, her the trunchbull. The trunchbull. So like it just it just yeah, it did not like land, I don't think. I like I it's it, uh, yeah. but it is one of the best like uh, thematic songs in terms of like it kind of covers what this musical is about. It's... Sure. But they just put it in the weirdest place. Yeah. It was, it, mean, the placement was yeah. wrong. I don't know what the answer is, I guess, but yeah. I just, I feel like, yeah, there are elements of it that are so good that it, but I, but it was weird. It just struck me as, as yeah. literally if I had to pick a thing to excise, boop, pull out of the yeah. whole show, yeah. like you could remove that and nothing would have changed. Yeah. It told you, you know, yeah. but, but I at think... the same time, now, now that I understand what you're all saying about what the show is about, I'll be like, no, no, of course this has to be in there. I'm sure it was an amazing moment. Mm. It all made sense. Yeah. It would have been like, great at the beginning, just as yeah. Carolyn said, as, as the opening thing that you see um, to have this moment where kids are, I don't know. Except then the miracle theme, like musically, the miracle yeah, line yeah, comes yeah. up again and again and again. Oh. So you kind of need it from that point of view. Interesting. However, mm. I... I know. It's yeah. also, it's I agree, also, but then I also disagree. It's also the curtain call song in the musical. Oh, it of does course. come back for a reprise yeah. at the end with the whole cast singing it. Oh, well, that would have been fun. Instead fine. of the, the new song that they wrote. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. it ends with When I Grow Up. Or like I, I, they switch their lyrics from like When I Grow Up to something that like that they are grown up. Like, yeah. It cool. slightly switches, but like it plays a lot better that way as mm. something that's reprised. This yeah. is like a one-off plop in the bucket and you're like, yeah, what, what the was hell that? was yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it gives the kids a moment to shine that aren't Matilda. Like it <laughs> yeah. gives the other kids a shot. Yeah. Like chorus number. <laughs> like, here you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah. what did you guys then have? Um, uh, so I also had a song and it's something that oh. I agree, disagree with. I, I, I flip flop back and forth. I know you need it for the plot to get there for like Matilda to have her like quiet freak out moment. But the whole PE number, the musical number was something oh, yeah, that I yeah. thought like, I really liked the number. The smell uh, of revolt like, uh, the, the revolt or whatever, yeah. like her yeah. going through PE. Like it doesn't have to be a song. Um, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's, it, you need the moment so that Matilda can get really mad and her powers mm-hmm. manifest and all that. But that could have happened in, in 25 different ways because she's been terrible to her the entire film. Mm-hmm. So like, you didn't need this, like, yeah. and then at the end of it all, it's not even like PE. It's the fact that some kid put a newt in the glass and she blames a kid. Like she's been doing the entire movie, blaming kids for everything that they do. So yeah. it could have just been that. That's uh, from that, the original yeah. movie. Oh, the newt in the glass. Oh, um, okay. The newt thing yeah. oh yeah. very cool that original that happened right out of Roald Dahl's life oh did really? it really yes. yeah he had a friend who put like a mouse Justin trivia sorry I'm just <laughs> like the right moment so Fine. He, yeah. he this is gonna right be up. the best trivia <laughs> section because you, you've curated it so well no Ashley. it's all you've protected no. it so yeah. well also like what is with the 
dream sequence in the middle of that song. The dream Where she's on the horse? Yes. Oh, yo, that's a great moment. Though. I'll take that. It's, I think it's just no, like... No, wait, that's my scene I want to be in. I laughed yeah, yeah, so no, hard at that. Yeah, but I think that's. I think it's supposed so to be weird, like Trunchbull though. is a three-dimensional character that has aspirations other than like destroying yes. children. It was yeah. great. Or like, I want to destroy kids because this is my goal yeah. to have what... So I think that's why that's there <laughs> to give so you weird. like a Round reason. Up. Like if you wanted to root for the villain, you need to know what they want. Mm. or what they're like if it's like world domination it's like well when you get the world what are you going to do with it you a villain a good villain you should know that yeah Uh, so but (laughs) yeah when you didn't want to be in there Uh, no 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 Uh, mine was much shorter and much like there's just a short little clip of her practicing her powers on her hat that seemed like they were just waiting out the music like to introduce (laughs) the next one and i was like we already know she has the powers. This is not so okay. Is this the first time we see her control them? Like, yes. Like, like really like, like with her high way up in the air. Fine so, tune, but I feel like, like it's like your Wingardium Leviosa moment. Sure, this is her like, lifting the X-Wing. The, cup. <laughs> That's the like, lifting the X-Wing scene. is pretty good when she lifts oh, the cop. Do we yeah. need to see the hat floating around? That's like a CGI yeah, like, person you know, being like, I worked so hard on this. Please don't cut it. Like, <laughs> we've got some please. extra budget, you know, that we're not going to use in the Ferris wheel yeah. carnival section. You can have some Pat money. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, what about uh Wait, D- Dave, what was your scene that you didn't want to be there? He started. I started. I was Oh, talking. I've forgotten already. Okay, carry on. <laughs> Poor Dave. Wow. Boy, it's been a long a long show. It's so different with five people. It's, yeah. it's fun. What about something you wanted to be in? I wish I was in that scene. It's really freaking cool. Yeah, really freaking cool. Mine was Trunchbull's horse scene. I was like, like this like, is amazing. The specific like, horse? Did you want to be a horse? You wanted to like, be, I just, like, what did I, you want to be in there? I don't even know. I just loved it so just much. Amidst these horses. I just wanted to, I, I, I'll be a horse, sure. Um, but it's, it was so weird and funny. And it, it was just, it like you said, it just, it gave you so much more of an understanding of why she is the way she is, which is that she's just been, she's so tortured or, or whatever by all these children. Essentially, she's an evil person, but um, it was so funny. I laughed so hard when that was happening. Same. And I was just like, this is amazing. I feel so, like I would have enjoyed it more if I was with you. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. listening to you laugh so at it. Like, yeah. I was so confused and I, so happy. I wonder if it's because like, I knew that was, like, I know like, I know the music and yeah. I, I feel you do too, Carol. Like, that I was, don't. Like, like, I didn't know surpri- that one. It oh, like, oh, it doesn't happen in the original movie. There's no, I don't think there's, there's no a horse moment. <laughs> what? There's no touch bull moment How where she earth? gets to be a human and yeah, you get to understand. Either, no. And so I just, it, it really caught me off guard because I, I, not that I know the original movie that well, but I do remember it and I didn't remember anything like that. I was like, what? So it was good. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I... <laughs> Well, I don't know about you guys. I grew up with a bookmobile. You ever had a bookmobile? It was like a. They were around. Well, was like that's a, what that's what Miss. That, that's yeah, kind so, of the idea. So of what that at my was. elementary school, it was really small. We didn't have a library, so this bus would show up. It was like an old school bus that was full of books, right? And there was a librarian on board, and you get on and you get your <laughs> books for the week. It was the best. It was the best day of the that week. That sounds so. Great. So I my scene I wanted to be in is this awesome little book wagon that's always in these really cool locations. Oh, I'm down by the lake tomorrow, or I'm at the waterfall, or I'm the at windmill. the windmill. Yeah, yeah. Like I would just like to hang out and you know look at this, Aww. look at the book. I want to change mine. That sounds nicer. Yeah, that does sound <laughs> good. visit Dave's bookmobile. I want to be there. Yeah. 
I wonder yeah. where those went. Like that's a lot of vogue, and like no one can t- like that's like a wonderful like. I, I I can see that coming back. I feel like they do have one in Nova Scotia. I, I think they still do. do. They? Like, it, yeah. and then they used to serve like underserved communities, right? So yeah. people places that don't have book like a library, the bookmobile would go. It's going to be like in, you know, Stellarton tomorrow, and yeah. it's going to be sure. out in oh, Westville. Cool. You know, That's so cool. I love yeah, that. It was great. It was just a big big we, bus full of books. Yeah. We have a we have those little book um, houses. Yeah, that's in, right. in yeah. communities free library what, 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 like yeah. free libraries that that someone has built and they just put books in it and you can take one leave one so yeah. that's something but i the bookmobile is such a it's so good anyway i'll be a stand-in for the librarian and matilda can just tell her story to me yes. yeah <laughs> and i'll just be like just kind of like ambivalent male there instead of <laughs> instead of this confusing like miss miss honey sort of I, I also, I think, I know that we passed this point, but just to talk about, like, the telling of the story and being a stand-in and all that, did you ever get the feeling that the, 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 the Miss Phelps character was, like, too invested in her story? Like, she, it's like, if this is, like, me telling you a story, <laughs> she she's like, oh, my God, it's so it. real, and you need to tell me everything about it, and I'm like... She's got a publishing this, deal, and she's well, got yeah, a book that's... Like, is this part of Matilda's... <laughs> was, it like, was this part of Matilda's power that she could, like... like like shoot her the vision that she was like having. Like she's picturing. Like she's, she's picturing it as well. Anyways, that's something oh, that like yeah, Matilda's she's... like story crack for her. Well, yeah. she also has. I mean, I guess it's coming from the telekinesis, but Matilda does have the ability to, I guess, uh, read people's minds because she knows what's happened to Miss Honey. Yeah, but then Miss Phelps <sighs> is like so invested in the story, and every time she stops going, I need to know, and I'm like, and like that. That's not that's the. The, the, the words could be like telling a kid like oh no I really want to know like tell me more she was like no no you need to tell me now yeah. Yeah. Almost, yeah. almost sit down. because I was almost to the point where I thought Miss Phelps was going to flip and become like this like no you're not going anywhere get in here get in here yeah. change her to the chain like, oh, reveal part of like Matilda's power set I... where she can like kind of like okay I'm going to give you this vision and I'm going to tell you this story and you're going to see it I yeah. thought she was quite endearing I, I don't know I, I never had an issue with her I, I, I know that she was similar to Miss Honey and that she was this nice female character that that was around her but I also there was also moments there were also moments where she was telling the teacher how wonderful her parents were and how great her home life was and so I just I felt like it was the sort of the build up to Miss Honey um, in a way and then she was replaced by Miss Honey for the most of the rest of the movie so I, it was just her she, they were showing how she was making it through the days before Miss Honey came along that was my That's thought. Fair. So, I mean, the bookmobiles. I, I got to do my. <laughs> we still got to do our scenes. Oh yeah. A scene I wish I was in was pretty much. I wish I was one of the kids that was dancing like in the background, just like you don't even necessarily see me, just like my leg on screen in one scene. <laughs> but I would have that forever, and so like I, I was could part show. Of that. Yeah, I'd be like, I was I was there when they filmed it. I would tell all these stories like, yeah, I was standing next to the actor who played Matilda, and like we were talking about Legos, or I just wanted to be able to like share stories from craft services. Yeah. And then just for the next like <laughs> sixty years, you know what I mean. Yeah. I had the yeah. sandwich; it was so good. Yeah, I just wish I was part of it. As you, a little you, kid. there's definitely that thing when a show is over that you're you're really sad that you don't you that that moment of your life is done. Yeah. And I don't have it as much as Carolyn and Matt do, but I've experienced it once or twice, and it is heartbreaking when it's done yeah, and you're just like oh it's a good yeah. feeling that's yeah. that uh, post-show depression yeah you two it seems that you wish on a, you were in um uh, so i've got two one is even though i was like this doesn't have to be in the movie 
I would have loved to have done that obstacle course. That oh. PE yes. obstacle course with like mines going off. It looks super it's like cool. Tough, yeah. It's like Tough Mudder. Tough Mudder on crack. Yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. So I was like, that looks so much fun. I'll do it yeah. with you. Yeah, I'm like that was cool. And then I, the only other one I would want to do is uh, be in. It was like I would love to see a child legitimately eat a three tier wedding cake oh, style. No, I, I was do like, it. like, oh, Carol. I, I'm like, I want, I want to be one of those kids. Be like, yeah. Do it. I know, I know. I was I like, yeah, I want to be think, there. Like, I had a moment watching the movie where I was like, oh no, it's coming. Because I was like, like I you knew. You were going to throw up? No, like, oh, just geez. that I knew that that oh, scene was oh, oh. coming because it's in the. I, I had so, an inkling I, I that it was you. in oh. the original story. Like, they would never cut it. But I was like, oh no. Because in <laughs> I'm the. On, yeah, I'm on the, the same page. The original oh. movie, or the first movie, like, I. It just. It's visceral. The, yeah. it's visceral. Oh, is it, the way is it like, they did it, it, it just they made a really good job at making you uncomfortable. Yeah. In the original cake. or this one? Or in the original. Mostly in the original. I feel okay. like more in the original. So I actually felt like the song helped it not make me as uncomfortable about the eating of the cake. Because it's very it's like weirdly quiet like, in the first one yeah. or something. Oh, I think there's I, just I, like a lot oh, of lips. Mouth smacking. noise, yeah. a lot of good old ASMR yeah. eating noises. Yeah. So you did not want to be in that scene, I'm taking No, no, thank you. I love me some chocolate cake. Like, <laughs> what did you want to be in? Well, okay, What's don't you? hate me. I would have loved to be in that balloon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, hey, hot no air, hot air balloon. Yeah, I, I want to just float around up above some clouds and not be in charge of maneuvering the thing. Just sitting on it I, like I a hammock. Was, I think she was lying <laughs> in a bed. I think. Yeah, yeah, she was, was like wrong. a hammock up in the sky. But the hammock was right where the burner would be. So I was concerned. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> You're like, structurally, this doesn't make sense. You're going to set fire to Matilda. Oh, my God. This is a scaffolding moment. Life in your head must be exhausting. Yes, it is. All right, but there was... so, And then the other one is just like, there are little things that I feel like she just, as she got better at her powers, would have been a better use than just watching her hat. Like, (laughs) I know at the end, all the kids tear down the... um, the statue of Trunchbull, but I feel like when you first see it, you really get a good shot of that big metal yeah, she has around the, her. What, so I was like, I was waiting the... for her to just like let make the metal the metal go flying and like hit mm. her in the face or something, or use her powers to change that scoreboard that said maggots to oh, like yeah. cool kids, cool kids, <laughs> the cool kids, and Agatha Zero again. You know, I just feel like there were some missed opportunities okay. with that power, and hmm. I would have been like. Hey, Matilda, do this. Do it. <laughs> do this. You just wanted to be like one of the best friend characters. I'll be yeah. like Lavender yeah. for a minute. And, and then like, you get to hey. rob a bank with her. Hey, Matilda. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> let's steal this money. Yeah. Yeah, just the vault. This, that's it. Last time. Last time. Last time. <laughs> then you're out. Then you're out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. Then you're out. That's okay. So, Ashley, it's time. Trivia time. Trivia. It's time for trivia. What do you know? I know something that I Googled just now. Did you learn anything that I didn't know? I learned something that I Googled just now. Okay, well, I'll start us off. Yeah, okay, well, I, I, did... didn't, I didn't expect anything less. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did look up the Iron Brew thing, and it is literally just a food product placement thing. Yeah. There oh, is no bought, other reason for it. They, they bought an ad, and and um, but the the only article that I could find detailing it is just an article from the Daily Mail from the UK, being like Matilda fans are left bewildered as latest musical feature sneaks in junk food product placements for brands like Iron Brew, Walkers, and Cadburys. 
So they they were doing a ton of like candy. Oh, yeah, they yeah. Well, they're kids, right? So that makes sense. Right? It's like, awful. Put, it's awful that they did that. Oh my god! <laughs> like, what's happening? I did notice the curly whirly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. And I wondered. Enough. I had a moment of like, is this like? Oh, Willy Wonka moment, but a, it's um, but it's not actually. Well, Although, whenever they describe the other Willy Wonka bar, when I was looking up, they always compare it. It's about the length of a curly whirly. It's like mm. three different spots they compared this other Willy Wonka oh, bar to about been, the length. Maybe the connection. Maybe yeah. the connection is that because Rodol made Willy Wonka, they wanted to put like candy. Yeah, no, it but was it all was, about the money. It was, it was all money. about money. I've got some trivia about oh, that. Hit it. Go, Dave. Go. At the school where Roald Dahl went to school as a youngster, the Cadbury company would often bring chocolate over for test sampling with the kids, right? Oh that, that was where you got the idea for Willy oh Wonka, right? right. And that's where you got the idea. Nuts. I never hey, knew we're that. guinea pigs. That is so yeah, cool. Exactly. Oh my god. So. There's a ton of trivia to to be unearthed here because I interrupted all of you. <laughs> But what was the Newt story, Justin? Oh, yeah, no. It was also on the Wikipedia page for Roll yeah. that Dave and I both read. We're all plucking from the same yeah, well exactly. here. So. And that was that like someone put a mouse in the in the drink of the teacher or whatever. And then he a got dead a mouse? Crazy, yeah, or, I oh, assume. Wow. And then he got crazy suspended. And that was the, uh, the, the Newt, the newt thing. thing that's been in every oh. version of this story. Interesting. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Any, yeah. Other, any other trivia? I have a little bit about... Well, this one little thing. In 1934, Roald Dahl crossed the Atlantic in a in the RMS Nova Scotia. I saw that. Oh, what? Cool. Just as just after his, he finished school, he went to Newfoundland to go to, uh, hiking through Newfoundland with the Public Schools Exploration Society. What? So, yeah. What the heck? He's been. To Atlantic Canada. Yeah, That's so yeah. weird. On a ship called the RMS Nova Scotia. <laughs> I didn't even, That's I knew nothing question. about Roald Dahl. I've never, I know that he made Willy Wonka and that was the extent of my knowledge. So all this tall, stuff about you know spying. The other, what? The other stories? There are other pretty well, well-known well yeah. ones. James Ma- and the Giant Peach, right? Uh, yeah. Roald, like oh. Ma- Matilda, the Witches. Um, the Witches. Danny, Danny, Chocolate what's Factory. The one? Danny the... BFG. Danny right, the Incredible something or oh they made a remake of that too James yeah. and the Giant Peach has a wonderful musical as well it's, oh. and it's just as weird and wacky as so is Roald and isn't the fabulous Mr. Fox as well or I think so literature yeah. Incredible Mr. Fox or whatever oh yeah, yeah that one so I didn't know that until like just none of those I've heard week. of them so have we finished finally <laughs> we, we, got, we, got, we got trivia yeah. oh no okay well, keep going well mine's just a quote I don't know <laughs> if it counts as trivia mine's very quick trivia but it's it, it was about the added song the duet at the end oh. Um, oh. so it's really just a quote but it says um, it's this idea that they both want to change the endings of their stories but couldn't do it alone said composer lyricist Tim Minchin Oftentimes, you don't need someone to fix everything for you what you need is someone standing by your side, just holding your hand and not letting go, no matter what. It seems like a small thing, but at the same time, it's huge. Oh, that's nice. That's, so that's, nice. that's weirdly sweet for Tim Minchin. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, it'll be his Oscar acceptance. Considering, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That oh, gosh. <laughs> I only had two really small pieces of trivia. One was that uh, they did ask for certain actors to come back and cameo in this film, and oh. both were declined uh so the actress who played matilda uh like the original broadway yeah was asked to come and do a cameo in the Mm -hmm. film Uh, she declined because she felt that for one day of shooting it made no sense to fly out to the uk oh she was like that's too much time Mm -hmm. and if you're not gonna give me a larger bit then forget it Mm -hmm. they also asked the original miss trunchbull 
to cameo in the film. Was that a man? Uh, no, in the in the in, in the in the, oh, the I mean, film, you tell the me movie. in the film. In it the was movie. a woman. I'm talking about the the 90s movie. Oh, oh sorry. Yes, yes that oh, was oh, original. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I didn't see it, but it was. It a was woman. a woman. Yeah. Yeah. So they asked her to come back, and she was in a play, and it conflicted with scheduling, so she couldn't come out. <gasps> wow. I wondered about that. I tried to look it up because I was like, it seemed like. That was a, yeah, be, be a very Netflix thing to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, there was a brief section, a spot there where there was two elderly people. Yes, I saw that. And oh, I was yeah. like, oh, those those must be somebody. Maybe, those are yeah. the teachers that are on the rides. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. But, but no, I mean, they meant nothing to me. For, I mean, maybe. Okay. Oh my it could have been Roald oh, Dahl. Wait, what was. <laughs> he's, de- he's dead. He's very dead. But, he's very you know. Dead. Matt, what was the uh, Beret Girl? Yeah, trivia. so the Beret Girl. So mm-hmm. this is my other oh, yes. bit. So I'm going to just whip up. Her name is Misha Garbett. And she is a. This is her biggest role to date but she is a extremely accomplished dancer dancer she um uh, attended the sylvia young theater school as a dancer uh she is a two-time world champion street dancer wow. world popping battle champion five-time popping. british street dance champion two times british contemporary dance champion uh and it performed on uh bgt britain's got talent and she wow. was a finalist in the lives of that so oh like God. she was well, like no wonder tiktok hopped on well, because she's like Great. especially in the uk and like, she is like the i i, I wouldn't i mean maybe not but from probably at least in skill she's like the equivalent of like sia and that uh, girl that was in all yes, of sia's yes, yes, da- yes, like yes. she's uh, uh i don't remember her name yeah um, i know it's bothering me but yeah like she's like a, like a dancer that like young prodigy. people would know uh wow. and also like this style of dance was like, yeah. bam, this is like I feel like that thing. hallway scene where she comes busting down, like yeah. that's why she was cast. Yeah, she's like, yeah. bam. That. Well, they wanted a Wednesday. Or, I mean, this is, they probably filmed this way before Wednesday, but every movie now wants something oh, that's going to go viral. Yeah. Oh, like a TikTok dance. Yeah, TikTok. You need yeah, I mean, something yeah. that's going to go viral on TikTok. So and you said she that this, was her... And you said this, that dance segment from the trailer went viral uh, it's on like TikTok? It's like the first thing I saw was them people doing that dance and recreating oh, it. Yeah. I didn't so even bam, know there was until the musical out. They got their TikTok moment. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those yeah. are my two big pieces. Okay, good um, one. Great. Trivia. Wow. So we, we did it. This was an epic show. Epic. Yeah, this is almost a two-parter. This is, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we need an intermission, intermission in the When was the last time you had an <laughs> yeah. intermission in here? We did need an intermission. That's oh my yeah. 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 So to finish off act two here, uh, Ashley. Oh, yes. What is the next thing we're watching for next week? Well, um, we have uh, options. Let's just see what they are. So. This week we have the oh it is the same so I looked this up yesterday, God I hope our top show is Ginny and Georgia again Ginny and again I do not want to watch that and our top movie is The Pale Blue Eye and it's it, I don't know it just it looks creepy oh, and weird and is that the one with the the murder yeah I've heard about it looks this a one. creepy weird dude in it's got fog. Christian Bale. I think. Oh wow! Yeah, you're right. That is Christian Bale. Um, oh, God, can we please? Allen can Poe we do thing. that, Dave? Yeah. Can we do Ginny and Georgia? No, oh, do Pale Blue Eye. Pale Blue Eye. It's a reprise of the Ginny and Georgia. It's, what's the next season? Is it the next season? It's the already? next season of Ginny and My Georgia. Gosh. Please don't choose it. No, no, how did, Dave. How did they get a no. second season? I think. Okay, listen. Pale we're gonna Blue put Eye. it Pale to a vote. We got five people in this oh, room. Oh, there God. could be no tie. So the question oh. is: Put your hand up. 
for if it'll be first Here. Ginny and Georgia and then vote can, for the can, pale can, blue eye. Can I know what Ginny and Georgia is like? Not even a synopsis, awful, but just like, stupid. What is like? What is it like? What <laughs> well, was the first? I know, like, my sister was Gilmore just telling me girls rip off type of idea. Okay, no. with that's murder. Enough. That's enough. Okay. I, I yeah. got it. I, I, I feel what you're with murder. Yeah. The other one has Christian Bale and it's called Pale Blue Eye. It's like a private detective something. All right, cool. I'm ready to vote. Okay. No. Okay. No, Matt. No, I don't know you're voting. Put your hand up for Pale Blue Eye. Pale Blue Eye. And put your hand up for Ginny and Georgia. Carolyn tried. Carolyn tried. voted for Ginny and Georgia. And the girls voted for Pale Blue Eyes. This is amazing. (laughs) Are you serious? Ashley, we're watching Ginny and Georgia. I can't wait. Oh, thank you for your So are we jumping right into the second season? Yes, yeah, we season. can't second watch second season episode one. I am not watching. Season. I watched that one episode that we had to watch, and I never touched it again. That was perfect. Gonna... This is going to be a great oh, season Good. two so for we'll you, be... episode no, one. We'll completely have no idea. I'll what mysteriously doing. be ill that day. <laughs> 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 no, it's gonna be, you're gonna you're gonna watch season two episode one. You'd be like, wow, the budgets really improved. Like Netflix oh, really like no. went. Along I really fell in love with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like you know, they have a really big fan base now. They've got laser rifles in this one. How did this happen? What happened in first? Well, just a a quick thank you, uh, first of all, to all of our supporters out there. So thank you for listening and thank you for uh, supporting us and rating us and all that sort of stuff. And a special thank you to our special guests. I think that this is an epic episode because we had super experts with super hot takes and it opened our eyes, I think. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. I agree. Yeah, so, uh, I think you've yay. raised the bar on this. And I don't <laughs> think there's any going back now. So we need to have... So, Karen and oh, Matt, thank no. you very much for being here. Oh, thank you for having thank us. You thank so you so much. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and Thanks watch Ginny and Georgia, and you can come back on next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'll hit you with those deep musical cuts from that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And uh, See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating and maybe a review on the Apple Podcast Store. This is the number one thing you could do to help out the show, strangely enough. And it's simple and it's easy and you can do it right now. If you got a bit of extra cash to kick around and want to support the show financially, check us out on whyarepeoplewatchingthis.com. There's a link there to support the show. The music you hear during the show is written and produced by me and my very talented wife. Why Are People Watching This is a production of Outside the Lines Press with support from the Black Box Collective and Anaganish Improv.